The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. She turns up at the wedding, and the uh, the bride's got a nice rack. <laughs> That's what I got from this episode. Did that get the episode a point? No. No? <laughs> no. Because, right, I'll tell you why. Because I, I have actually thought this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Because Jamila comes on late, and, you know, she's got some goods. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, do I give it a point for Jamelia's jubblies? And uh, the bride's jubblies, and I, I can't give, I can't give tip points. Oh, how then I'm going to be just giving oh, tip yeah. points throughout the season, and it's going to have this. <laughs> no, so I'm like, I'm sorry, breasts, you can't, you can't score, <laughs> you can't score. Good job. I, I know. I thought so. <laughs> I had to put my foot down, and it was hard. <laughs> you know, it was a hard decision because she got a nice rack. She- and the the woman that they actually had playing the girl that was getting married, um, I, she's actually trans. And I don't know if people knew that. I, I just I, thought she was ugly. Uh, yeah, that's well, a dude. I, I, I said she had a nice rack. Hey, the one scene, the one scene when, when, <laughs> Got you. Wait, wait, a trap. So when- A trap. It's a trap. Uh, when the two uh, women started arguing and he jumped out of the window, that was the only scene I could identify yes, with. I identified with that so much. So I, I think they're setting up the villain to be an incel, and it's probably one of the dudes she dated. <laughs> oh my god, it was so fucking bad. No, she hugged the actual it, boobs. Quarter, quarter, it's fucking timeline. <laughs> I, I do too. Hey, I Az, too. you didn't fucking jerk off to her, did you? He did. <laughs> he did. I thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm just getting flashbacks oh, no. to the Ace Ventura. You know, Ace Ventura. I'm a transgender woman, and as a trans person, it's hard to articulate exactly how I feel. But I guess if I had to describe it, I'd say. I am not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. 
That was the longest delay to wait for Gary to get here. <laughs> five minutes and a, five and a half minutes. I just Welcome to the with you, everyone. Do you know Yo. what? The greatest pleasure I've, I've had this year just happened was Clifton had no idea where the She-Hulk video was going. <laughs> and when Christy said, that was played by a transgender, I can see everyone in the back. And Clifton just lost it. <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> lost it. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, just, just try and do a 180 on those emotions. Uh, and that's what I was going through. As you, no, you, went to, you, went, you went to that boy pussy. You love that. The man tennis. The man tennis. Oh, God, that was funny. Uh, I'm about I to thought it was manatees, but I ended up with man titties. So I'm about to, I'm gonna change my pronouns, but I don't want to get you too excited. Might <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, already be excited right now. Might already be excited. Wow. We we can't see below the below the uh, below the uh, his chest. We don't know what's going on down there no, right we now. Don't. We, we don't. want to no, know what's going on. Oh god, that's funny. That's uh, that's that's the pleasure <laughs> dome. That's the Frankie goes to Hollywood down there. You know. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Hi. Great. <laughs> How are you doing, As? I'm down to weeks ago now. I'm just about getting over it. Just about. But um Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> you were feeling it too. You were like, mm, damn, look at them the the the, 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 the cleavage. Mm, Dude, I bet it was a nice it's a nice it's a nice rack. Put them on, put on, put on some lotion and, and rub it down and mm. It's okay. Yeah, I don't want to brag, but uh, you know we got some dog balls, fresh bollocks here. You know. Have they sponsored you yet? No. They should. I know. They really should. Smells really good as well. You know. Uh, Gary, with the ice and t-shirt. How you doing? Good. Looking good, Gary. Yeah. Thank you. I just put it on like a second before I jumped in front of the camera because I just walked in the door. You got seated yourself up for Clifton. When, I, when you I said I'm just grabbing a coffee, I thought you meant in the kitchen. I didn't realize you no. meant. I meant out to get a coffee. <laughs> I'm going to Colorado. I'll be right back. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was oh two God. blocks away. It just took a minute. Took a minute. Took two a blocks minute. in Texas. is <laughs> it's like yeah. block. It was like three miles. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, all your awesome stuff came. I saw your uh, saw your Tweety Poozies. Somebody took wait. an ad oh, out no. to diss. Hey, <laughs> what? So what? I don't think that's the burn that you think it is. I really don't. Somebody as somebody paid, yeah. somebody paid to take an ad out on how awesome is is a bad and it's a fraud. Do you have it? Do you have that? Can you I, that? Yeah, I could I could pull it up. Was it a Facebook ad? I think so. It, it was either Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. I don't do Facebook. Well Facebook and I think Instagram you can pay ads for your videos, right? That so they will they will be advertisements. That's probably what it was. Some guy pumping his Okay. What a great waste of money. Meanwhile, I know. Ripper sits on 3.8 million, but okay. Women, uh, they took out an ad to say it's bad. Strokes and dollar bills. Yeah, it's right here. And that's good. He earned it. So, so worst comic ever ad. Uh. <laughs> 
It looks hey, like Rip Ripper's off crying with laughter at your own advert. <laughs> I know. It it's doesn't look like he's picture. crying because he's upset. It looks like he's crying <laughs> laughing at you wasting your money on a pathetic advert. I love it when he's not even like the first Oh My Diaz. He's like the 23rd. Come on, dude. How does this work? It's so you quickly add the picture to a YouTube video? Is that it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you could, every time you put a post on your, I think it's regular Facebook page or your page, like I have a nerdrotic page, you can, you can uh, amplify that by giving them 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. And it, it, it promises you it will be seen by a thousand people. It's, it's absolute bullshit. It's a ripoff. It, you might as well set your thousand dollars on fire or your $500 on fire. It's garbage. Okay. So the the oh my D, oh my Diaz twenty three YouTube channel, which is the one because I see the thumbnail, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> has got one one point five three uh, thousand one thousand five hundred subscribers. So uh huh. How many how many views on the video? Uh, one point nine k, which is his biggest viewed video by far. But I'm just glad that well, there's he's got one. Three weeks ago for 5.6 saying angry little mermaid fans, white edit. Cool okay. story, bro. Um uh, so I'm glad he wasted his money on us. The ankle biter crowd. So I mean it's to be expected. Not surprising at all. Talk about living rent-free in somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Nina, how yeah. are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. I uh, I put out a video the other day, and I, I'm pu- I'm pretty sure my uh, channel shadow banned. So everybody go watch my video after this beautiful stream, and it it should be good. I I, I put a lot of work into it. There you go. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Not anymore. Mola, <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Um. I'm feeling bad because Nina's gone, and I don't know why. This cruel, oh. cruel world took her. Oh, there she is. <laughs> it's called sexism. Yeah. Mm, sexism in the real BBC. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing great, you know. Been enjoying the House of the Dragons on my mind after that last episode. The <clears throat> lots to think about. As we've only got two before before me and Gary are going to tell you to maybe watch it or not. I know. I, I think it's looking like you're going to tell me to by the sounds of it. Yeah, I mean, unless they fuck it up in the last two, uh, it's possible. But well, yeah, the last episode especially got it trending a couple of times. A lot of people were impressed with what happened. I am, I am lurking in those streams. Me too. Oh. I, I, again, I don't want to make this sound like a like a sneak this at all, because it is very late and I am in bed at the time. So I, I, I kind of turn it on and I drift off with it on. Yeah, that's fine. We send you to uh, sleep, is what you're saying. We are so boring. That's what you're no. saying, isn't it? Be honest. Yes. Tell her. Yes. If I had to screw uh, up, if I hadn't effed up last Sunday, dude, and played too much of a clip, we would have hit 8,000 viewers. I ooh, oh, so did you get turned off? Yeah, I got turned off. Like, uh, I was trying to, uh, there was points where I was like, Gary, no. <laughs> so but it was like it's so good. I want to. See. Yeah. I uh, are you talking about the crown bit? Because the crown bit was on Twitter, and I know Maul is going to tell me off this, but I did see it. You fool! I'm I know, avoiding I know. it. It's, it's I'm you need to do the relationship. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't but um, the crown falling off was uh, just a mistake. 
Apparently, yeah. Apparently. The crown falling off was a mistake, and the actors just improvised the the rest because they're professionals. I'm willing to believe that the initial crown dropping was a mistake, but they probably thought, holy shit, this is really good. Let's actually do it for real. That's that's a thing that can happen. (laughs) Um, Sure. But like, yeah, I can believe that it fell off at first because I doubt they had the camera set up perfectly to to record Damon picking it back up for him. I don't think that was going to be set up at the time. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, uh, I'm willing to believe that stuff like that happens all the time. It's really good to know that a moment like that uh, but a crop, even a crop shot would still work because of the resolution of the cameras that would have been involved. So, well, regardless, it's one of the best <clears> parts <throat> of all of the Game of Thrones universe that scene. So, mm-hmm. good job. Even Max. I was moved, and I and I barely know. You know, I ain't been watching it, but even I thought that was just the 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 whole uh, implication of it mm-hmm. was was like God. That's yep. That's powerful. That's baby, that's really baby powerful. coming to help his brother in a moment of need, which is what he's always wanted. Yeah, it's it's encapsulated in a scene with no dialogue again. Yeah, they set it up in episode one, so it's uh, the show cares a lot. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason why I'm not watching chat, people saying why aren't they watching, is just season eight killed it for me. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones season eight just perfectly reasonable you know. response, by the way. Yep. Uh, Morley. So, other yeah. than that, how are you doing? <laughs> well, good. I'm playing some games in the form of God of War. Still editing some stuff up for the Halloween Final Destination arc. All normal. Everything's running normal, except uh, I'm going to have to review Rings of Power soon. Every other Saturday, that's when I have to do it. The last one. Yeah. I won't have to do this again. It <laughs> says everything has led to this, because that's what they said in the trailer for the final episode. And nothing has led anywhere at all so far. Yeah, who the, who the fuck cares about what's going to happen? Just end. This is one of those, like, please leave. Like, a guest <laughs> overstayed. <laughs> yeah. But they've only been there for a minute. And you're like, please go. And they're like, we are stood by the front door and it's open. I and was we... really hoping that the Harfoots would be burned by the volcano. But that. Yeah, well. That Don't worry. Happen. You'll get some satisfaction next week, this week. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh-huh. Uh, and we've got a very special guest this week. Uh, can you please give a, a big hand for the beautiful, lovely she, her, Clifton Duncan? How you doing, sir? I am doing so fabulously well right now, you guys. Um, <clears throat> first of all, um, I, I see people in the chat saying that they, uh, the volume is weird. Is How is my volume right now? Is it all right? It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah it's fine. You're fine. All right, cool. Well, I was um, I, I put it on um, automatic adjustment, but uh, let me know if I need to change it again. But as far as how I'm doing, well, I was I made some references uh, off camera to how I'm doing. I'm I'm experiencing some THC withdrawal right now, so I'm I'm, I'm feel like I'm going through my uh, my period phase. I'm I'm cranky. I'm irritable. Uh, I can't sleep. I need somebody to sit down and feed me some chocolate. Um, <clears throat> I was crying yesterday. Uh, I'm in I'm in pain right now. I tried to tried Aww. to go to the gym earlier today. Uh, you know, I was like, I can't. I'm so I'm shaking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going. I'm going through yeah, it right now. Shaking. But uh, but um, no, it's funny. I was um, last night. I was you know just trying to kill some time, and um, I booted up um, uh, the new Ninja Turtles game, the uh, uh, Shredder's Revenge. <clears throat> so I was playing it, and um, Donatello's my main, you guys, by the way. And I got so pissed at one point. I mean, I've beaten this game a million times. Uh, I I destroyed 
I destroyed my pro controller from my Switch and I threw it out the fucking window. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Is that HC withdrawal or was that just dude, from? I was so I, I was so irrationally angry and I knew what I knew I knew why, but I, I chucked it out the window. That's the third controller I've had to replace. I'm not I'm like I'm not going to buy another one. I'm just at this point, it's so embarrassing. Um, so that's how I'm doing right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm yeah, I, I, I empathize with you. Straps. Like you're supposed to put the safety straps on, so when you're throwing it out, it's like oh, that's, it that's the Wii. No, that's having... the Nintendo Wii. You know, you know. They still do that, don't they? With no, the, well, uh, the, the Joy Cons the have the have the straps no. on the, the Pro the Joy Cons do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, but I'm I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm happy to to be here, and I need I need some some uh, some lighthearted <laughs> banter right now. Well, as someone who's destroyed multiple pads in the day, oh, uh, I, I understand. I empathize with you, sister. Well, I, I appreciate. Uh, I destroyed a keyboard once. That's as far as I got. I've done keyboards. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Stanley. Who's that guy? What's that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I know. I just know the name. I don't know who they are. What was the it's signature the... on Gary? Oh, mm. it was on uh, Captain America: The Death of Captain America: Fallen Sun. It was a blank cover. Uh, Jeff Loeb, John Romita Jr. came after uh, Cap died, uh, and there was yeah. So I I always I got Stan to sign a bunch of blank covers, with really big, and have them CGC because uh, it'd be worth money and plus and then I'll never sell them because uh, I don't sell my collection. It's not a thing. Good one too. Ooh, I'm just pulling out my CGCs because. It's good. Hey, uh, Clifton, um, try kicking opioids. Bro, I can't. Like, I, it, it's given me so much um, empathy. I just, I, 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 I can't imagine how difficult it is to, you know, alcoholism, uh, harder Alcohol, drugs. Alcohol is bad, too. Oh, oh, man. It can kill you. Um, actually, yeah. kicking um, heroin, kicking opioids generally won't kill you unless you have some kind of heart condition or something like that. But kicking heroin, kicking... Um, Certain uh, psych uh, psychiatric drugs and alcohol mm. can kill you. You have to do it. Yeah. You, have to, you have to have a doctor monitor you. Mm. It's hardcore. No, it's not fun, man. Uh, but are you like a sober October? Or you just run out. Your dealer moved out of town or something like no, that. No, man. I just you know, <laughs> I, I, I got I got I was just doing too much, man. And okay. uh, and you know, I've been a, a pothead for like ten years, and uh, I got to the point where uh, <laughs> I was like. I, I was just smoking way too much and I, and I began to really actively hate myself and say, no, I need to do something, that, something new, something different. So mm. uh, I'm going to just, uh, just turn over a new leaf right now, so to speak. That's good. That's good. Good for you. Yay. Thank you. But, but what, what's funny though, is I find that whenever you, uh, whenever you mention that you're getting off of uh, that weed, people get really, really, really pissed off at you for some reason. They get, I'm like, dude, I'm not like, I'm not saying that you can't annoyed. have it. I'm not saying there's no medicinal benefits. <laughs> I'm not saying that people belong in jail for using it. I'm just saying, I don't want to use it. Like, yeah. calm down, chill out. <laughs> it's just me. A lot of projection on that uh, yeah. same thing. Like I'm going to start working out, you know, on Twitter that that'll get you. That'll trigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll, oh, that'll get That's all the crazy. fat people mad. It's crazy. pretty funny. I'm right there with you, Clifton. It should be legal. Mm-hmm. People can do it however the hell they want, whatever. It's not for me. Uh, I think I think it's a very good time because when shit's about to go down, you want to have a clear head. 
You yeah, want to totally. have your head when shit goes down. <laughs> do you though? <laughs> Someone, do you well, know? it depends. It, uh, if the shit goes like, if there's a, you know, if you see the mushroom clouds off in the distance, I'm fucking opening. Yeah, I'm lighting one up. Yeah. Point, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until then, if it's like, oh, we got to Mad Max it for a little while, I'm gonna be sober. I'm gonna be yeah. sober because I'm gonna survive. Right. If I see the if I see the mushroom cloud, dude, I'm just gonna start whacking it off to uh, She-Hulk brides. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's not like you haven't done it already, so. I know, but right? I haven't. Been there, done that. You did it right before you came on. Oh, uh, Nina, wow. Nina, she, she's seven-eighths away from getting fired now. Seven-eighths. Seven-eighths. Not from my side. No, from you can have her. Oh, so you just said she's seven-eighths away from being fired. So she's one-eighth toward it. Uh, well, well, okay, seven-eighths. No, seven-eighths of the way to. Okay, one, two, seven. She's, she's seven-eighths away from getting fired. I don't know. That's not seven eight. <laughs> Big double D's. The best men can buy. <laughs> the best men can buy. Aww. Wow. Uh, no, I hope we don't see any mushroom car, but you know. I we, just want more from, men on the panel. That's what's from a Brit looking at America. Yeah. It just looks like your country is being run literally by a foreign power right now. It uh we're we're run by a globalist power. So it is foreign, yes. I have a question, mm. Gary and uh, Clifton, uh, specifically for you guys because you are in the states. Um, what? Because everyone's kind of expecting a certain side to to, to win next month. Mm -hmm. um, they will. I, I was just wondering. Not in every race, though. But but I was just wondering if that doesn't happen because a lot of people are expecting Donald Trump to win and that didn't happen. And then so, it'll be worse in twenty twenty four because people are getting pissed. Like Democrats are flipping. Like it, it's it, the the sentiment here is people are done with the shit. Like the people who probably should have been done with it about five fucking years ago, or maybe two years ago, or maybe three months into the pandemic, they're all of a sudden quiet now. They're really mm. quiet. And then we have Gavin Newsom doubling down and making it illegal for do doctors to disagree with politics, yeah. which is <laughs> fucking insane and unconstitutional. Yeah. And they can't do it. So yeah, I, I mean, oh, I, I you know. I do get the sense that uh, people are more and more people than ever. You know, I, I use the example. I'm in a. Um, I got pulled into this uh, chat group on Twitter. Uh, it was a bunch of moms, and they they pulled me in because um, I was one of the few people who said, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't be uh, keeping kids out of school and putting masks on them. And why are we punishing them for for all of this?" And um, I've I've watched these people go from like lifelong Democrat. Uh, you know, supporters, uh, voters uh, voting for Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. I mean, the, the the former Warren supporter in the chat was like, I just she's and she's in San Francisco. And she was like, yeah, I voted Republican straight ticket the other day. I'm mm. sick of this nonsense. She, I mean, they're all in the chat. Like, look at this. Look at this gender nonsense. Like, what are we doing? Look, look at this racist nonsense. I mean, people there. I think there are so many people now who are looking at what's going on. Um, with uh, with one side of the aisle and they're just saying i i don't want any of this i mean just today tulsi gabbard uh, sent out that the video i'm sure you've seen it she's like i'm leaving the democratic party i thought she was already gone but, i didn't um, see that yet <laughs> oh, oh yeah she was like you well, know i mean she's like, like they're, they're crazy they're nuts and um and they're and i it's it's amazing because when you look at I can't I can't think of any aspect of 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 our lives right now from art to the to education to the economy criminal justice law enforcement energy everything these people touch has gone to shit and in a in a very short period of time and we can all see it and it's really it's um 
And, you know, I was checking some of the, the aggregate polling this morning and 66% uh, of Americans think that the country is not headed in the right direction. I mean, Biden's approval is hovering around uh, 43 uh, on average, 43%. <clears throat> and um, I think people can, um, unless they're in a cult, they can see what's going on. They know that they, that we need to change uh, somehow, some way. Now, whether that whether the answer is stampeding uh, hardcore to to the right to the Republicans, um, that you know, I don't know if that's quite the the response. But I think a lot of people are feeling like these people they've lost they've lost their ever loving minds, and uh, something new needs that needs to happen. I think. Uh, the midterms next month, I mean, people are expecting the Democrats to get uh, routed pretty badly. 2024, now that's, a, that's a bigger question. Uh, mm -hmm. I think people are looking at, looking at it's either going to be uh, Trump or DeSantis that runs. Um, and I mean, I just I don't see anybody on the Democrat side who can who is exciting or interesting on all the good people, the interesting people, even if they don't agree with them, you know, keep leaving. Andrew Yang is gone. Tulsi Gabbard is gone. People who yeah, could bring some, some new down, kind yeah. of. Yeah, Did, some new kind of thought and energy to the party. They're just, but they, so those people are leaving, but the AOCs and you know these fucking airheads, of course, are um, are at the center of the party. But did <clears throat> did Tulsi say that she's leaving for the Republicans or is she no. going independent? No, she didn't say sure. she's just going independent. Uh, I'm going to go sure. independent. Say. Okay. Yeah. So like, she was she was the the voice of reason that I looked at on the left. <laughs> like the the thing is like with most people here even if they're registered democrat or republican most people are independent most people yeah. are kind of like right down the middle they'll flip it doesn't matter what whatever yeah. way they think the country's going and then you have your hardcores on each side kind of pushing and and there's always there it's always like maintained a balance even if we had presidents we hated or i haven't liked many of them to be honest with you uh but um like yeah everything is so out of whack right now it's it's flipping a lot of people and i think what has a lot to do with it is these these you know these fucking wine moms who largely vote on their emotions sorry just saying it uh finally started taking their kids back to school right in some cases in, in my case i'll say in my case first time in two and a half years and then see how like you know my kids seem fine I hate to put him on front street. My kids seemed fine for the first few days. And then like he started having a little anxiety, right? My kid, like who's never had it before, you know, uh, because, you know, it's, it's shocking to him now that he's, uh, he's been, you know, out of school for two years. So uh, I don't know times that about a million and how that affects kids. And we're talking like my kid is going into his junior year as a, like, this is his first year. high First day of high school was his junior year. Wow. It's just going to just wow. gone. Why do I care? Uh, the world's on the brink of nuclear war. Can do you I jump understand in there? that? Oh. Do you fucking understand what that means? The world is on the brink of nuclear war due to a bunch of fucking morons who are funding a corrupt nation and waving flags like they're the fucking greatest country in the world. You're gonna get hit. hit that's more. that's why I fucking care. Jesus, called empathy. Well, on top of that, uh, you know the the United oh. States, the United States, whether you know we like it or not, it is a world superpower. It's a world leader. Um, it's an economic force. It's a cultural force. If things are going bad here, I mean, I often joke that whatever happens uh, on this side of the pond, it gets flushed down and ends up on the other side. So, you know, it. it, it I think. 
I mean, I think it is, it, it makes sense to care about what happens here, um, as annoying as, as Americans may be to, uh, to those outside the country. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a big interconnected world. And um, if, uh, if one of the big, big players goes down, I mean, it just, it, I don't know what kind of uh, effects that's going to have. I mean, just, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, you know, Trump's presidency and the sort of ripple effect that it had, that that, that had uh, throughout the entire world. Um, you know, I mean, I think people should should care. Um, they 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 should care. I mean, they, they don't have to, but uh, it, it's understandable that 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 they um, that they do. Uh, yeah, not every second about every issue, but I think like heading into a cold war, which I'm still very skeptical about. But um, like having like we're all some of us are old enough to have lived through it. Like we remember what it was like in the eighties. I 80s. was born during one. Are you, well, I I remember. I remember. <laughs> the early eighties when it was like, we could die. Like we could actually mm. die. It wasn't fun as, as a, as a, as a kid just hitting puberty, we're told we're all going to die. When you just realize that you're like, not this immortal thing. You, mm. uh, it, it's fucked up. I remember and saying to my mom when I was a kid, I said, mom, do you, uh, do you think the Berlin wall will ever come down in our lifetime? And she was like, no, no, mm. wow. years. Yeah, so crazy. and she was like being, you know, legit. She was like, no, not in, not in our lifetime. Yep, and then literally like a couple of years after I said that, the Berlin Wall comes down and David Hasselhoff sings. Is it true that Hillary's running again? God, I hope so. I heard she wasn't. Oh, that'll, okay. be, that'll be uh, like an entertaining election. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? You think her spasms were bad four years ago? <laughs> Why am I not 50 points ahead? <laughs> there is some consolation, though. Martino Simone, the swan uh, of Swiss, with 100 Swiss francs, says, calm down, as our plastic friends will survive the radioactive clouds. That is true. This That's is true. true. That is true. So um, fingers crossed in a thousand years' time, they'll dig up my hot toys. <laughs> oh, and then put them in a museum. And, Actually, and I've got them in a plastic tub right now, so I've got this is a double, double protected. The archaeologists will only have a little bit of information, so they'll... There's a TV show called The Rings of Power Caused a Nuclear War. <laughs> you know, I will say, though, it is it is very strange to me, and this, might, and this might be... Um, you know, just me looking at crazy Twitter world, but people seem oddly nonchalant and cavalier about uh, the, the state that we're in right now. And um, and there's a, a huge inability to look at things with any sort of nuance. It's like, oh, you know, you, like, you know, like you, you, if you say there's bad actors on both sides, you get accused, even if it's empirically true, you get accused of, uh, you know, both sides and being wishy-washy or of being some sort of Putin apologist. And I'm thinking to myself, well, n n no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible for multiple it's, things to be true at once. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys see uh, Kim.com's tweet about Ukraine? That was, that was good. That was, that was a good I one. saw the one that said, would a small new, uh, how a small nuclear war would be good for the environment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's, know, a, uh, he's the one that's talking about that. Like, you know, it, is there a Yahtzee issue in the Ukraine? And then it's like a thread where everyone puts their evidence in the thread. And then he's like, oh, uh, I guess there is an issue that we should be addressing, but the West is refusing to address and actually backing. So that's a problem. Well, there was a, um, yeah, 
it's hilarious. I was doing a um, recording an audiobook recently, and the, and the director at one point was like, and you know, and Putin told those poor people that there were Nazis in Ukraine, and I'm and I didn't say anything. I said. There literally are. Yes, <laughs> literally. Yes. There literally are. Not the, not the the fake Nazis around every corner here in the United States. Mm. Real Nazis with Nazi tattoos and bracelets and rings, right. flying a flag, going, "Hey, we're Nazis!" Like uh, one of the commanders of the Ukraine army that has a diamond bracelet. With it on. One of them got a prize. Uh, from John Stewart, who shook his hand, and he had to wear a sleeve to cover his uh, like nazi tattoos so john stewart doesn't know who he is but he got he got a award from john stewart in disney world <laughs> and paid for by the united states for them to travel there did you see that uh, oh. a clip of uh of stephen king where he he got uh prank called by someone pretending to be zelensky and yes uh, yes <laughs> oh that's great Oh, it was so like, first of all, I mean, just just the voice alone of the person that, that called him, he was he was speaking like this. And it was so it was so over the top. And I was like, how can you not know? <laughs> so over the top. Stephen you King know? Clifton, that's why, because you're Stephen King. But he was, so but dude, high. but so 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 the pranker, the prankster was talking about, um, you know, na dropping names of people who have actually committed, you know, really horrible things. And Stephen King is just like, well, you know, it's um I think he's an honorable man and da, 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 da. like they're so in this bubble of this it's only good and bad it's only black and white for people who complain about the binary all the time they sure they certainly see a lot of uh, geopolitical issues and other political issues in, in strictly binary terms it's it's you know it's all good on one side all evil on, on evil on another they um it's it's, it's not it's, it's crazy watching people's brains just just completely cease all kind of functioning right now because because the internet has such a binary uh, uh, uh it's just uh, such a binary attitude to it like if you say something's going wrong here oh you're you're pro-russia no you know it doesn't make me pro-russia because i can criticize an aspect an aspect of I something I just like I can criticize war. an aspect of America or the UK or wherever it may be. But the internet is so goddamn binary. Oh, I like the color red. Why do you fucking hate blue? Yeah. N mm -hmm. No, I'm I, not saying I hate blue. I'm just saying that I like red. Well, what's wrong with blue then? Why can't you say I like red and blue? The internet just gets so like that. It's, it's ridiculous to have, and particularly on Twitter. You can't <laughs> have a conversation, a nuanced conversation on Twitter. No, and then the places that you, you want to have a conversation about it are just like, Sorry, you know we, we we don't want to discuss about that, and so it just gets it just gets yeah. worse and worse. Well, nuance, like a, nuance is a bot detector. Okay, yeah, there it is. It doesn't yeah. understand it. So it's like, man, the weather's so nice today. You want trans people to die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Climate change denier. Yes, because yes, but then you'll get somebody who underneath that posts some ridiculous fucking article about how UV affects trans people more than uh, heterosexual people. And they'd be going, see, see? They'd be like, oh my you God. You want everyone to die. It's like, that's what's happening with Elon Musk. It was like, isn't isn't there a way we can peacefully figure a way out of this? And everyone's like, you love Putin, go fucking die. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? He just doesn't want nuclear war. I think we just all would rather what, not what have nuclear war. Well, I'm sure hey. Mahler's uh, enjoying all of this right now. I'm just thinking about my post-apocalyptic games. Maybe they'll, they'll help me out now. <laughs> <laughs> like the, well, all I've learned from them. 
we should all invest in bunkers. Yeah. You know, like have a connection. It's a fallout shelter, isn't it? Yeah. Fallout. I'm just buying all the tin food. Mm-hmm. Just don't call it 76. Fruit. Well, that's Guys. basically any survival game out there. Just, Perishables you know, are bad, folks. Perishables are bad. Fallout taught me a lot. Stock up on water. Yeah. Or water, water. purification techniques. <clears throat> Wait, what are you talking about? Drinking water? What do you hate, women? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Drink water. Drinking oh. water. <laughs> when you say purifying I mean, water, are you racist? Are you saying white supremacy? Yeah, yeah. Pure, <laughs> I mean, so you saying black people can't know. drink water? You mean like I don't Aaron know anybody water? who's drank water and survived? So, uh, so I don't know. I'm just saying. Hey, they'll, Nina's they'll an Aryan representative. I am. I am Aryan. So uh, Hitler did yeah. drink water. You're right. That's exactly. True. He died. Explain well, well, that. Yeah. Also if water's so good, why did Hitler drink it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a, a funny joke. Um, a writer named Cole Porter. Um, the the story goes that he heard that uh, that uh, Hitler shot himself in the head and uh, or blew his brains out or whatever and he, and <laughs> Cole Porter goes huh, must have been a damn good shot. Hey! <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow! In this comic book show, let's talk about a couple of comics, shall we? Yeah, uh, we we got some news. That uh, came yesterday, I think, maybe even the day before, uh, that uh, a comic has been cancelled. Now, I can't believe this is the case because it is the stunning and brave gay Superman, which has been cancelled. The comic which Tom, uh, I was going to say Tom King for a second, might as well have been, Tom Taylor said (laughs) was uh, such a great seller because of the the issue where they, they first kissed and, of course, it was bought as a speculative Peace. As, That's what people speculate. Sorry, yeah. Like Watchmen season one and Sandman mm-hmm. one, they mm-hmm. were so popular and good. They're done. They, they yes. just done. They were so good. They got canceled. They got canceled. <laughs> they were too <laughs> good. You know for, you're good. too good for this world. Too good for this world and the fans. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, unbelievably, it's gonna eight with. Uh, it's gonna end with issue eighteen. It didn't even make it to 20 issues. Halfway through the issue, it just stops. It just stopped. <laughs> They're like, pencils we're down. Dead. Just pencils down. It's just, you've wasted any. What does your boy Zach say? Uh, I quit my job in the middle of the week in the afternoon. Crying. I cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> carrying, carrying a cardboard, carrying a box full of my belongings. Wasn't yeah. fired. Totally quit, man. Just totally, totally quit. quit. <laughs> On my own voice. So yeah, I mean, with uh, with amazing things like Superman holding signs, go f- strike for climate change. Oh my god! Is this the one that he had a mask on too? And yes. uh, didn't you yeah. point out in your video correctly as that he's like seventeen, right? He's seventeen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's still a minor. I mean, it's yes, never. But Gross. like, they aged him up because he used to be thirteen. Well, yes, he was thirteen, aged up to seventeen. So that they could still put him in a gay relationship as a minor. There's mm-hmm. Aquaman. <laughs> uh, there's also a sign that says there's no oh. planet B. Uh, there is. <laughs> there's planet. There's planet B, C, D, E, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Well, it's actually planet Earth one, Earth two, Earth three, two? Earth yeah. four. <laughs> Earth multiverses suck. Yes. But... So uh, yeah, multiverses do suck. Maybe yeah. this kid is actually based Literally. as fuck. 
and it's just like, please, no multiverses. So oh, there's no. That's what I think. Then maybe he's base, and he's just like, you know, because this one looks like they're actually dressed semi normally, but they'll probably turn out to be. Yeah, they're actually know that though. That like we don't have a second planet, so we can't ruin this one. It's like even if we did have two planets. Why would you want to ruin one? <laughs> no you know what I mean? Like it's like they're, they're saying, like if we had a second one, sure you could ruin it. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, disposable. Well, DC oh, Comics are disposable. Wouldn't even wipe my ass with this shit. <laughs> well, you're, you're supposed to wipe shit from your. Never mind. Well, it's, uh, well, I wouldn't wipe shit with shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's uh, what, that makes sense. That follows. Breaking breaking news. Um, don't want sexy Thelma. <laughs> Don't want sexy Thelma with the uh, little peaky boo off. Oh. And the oh my lordy, who's that? Can you text me who that is, please? No, um, no, no! Don't, 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 don't fake it. <laughs> don't fake the fuck ass. We know I'm now. Doing, totally we doing know. this for effect. Uh, no, I'm into, I'm into the Bly White. <laughs> Someone You're just in like, work because hmm. her last name is White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got an image to keep up, you know. How many now? How many uh, trans individuals were murdered by the posting of this meme? That's my mm. question. Uh, I think uh, all of them. I think it's genocide. It's trans genocide going on right now. Terrible. Jeez. But you know, it's, it's so it's so fascinating. I'm thinking of um, I'm looking at all these properties um that are going wrong all at the same time the kind of it's kind of a reference to what i was uh, talking about before and uh, you know th this book's getting canceled we're looking at the the reception to she hulk and and rings of power uh thor love and thunder all these all these properties at the same time and i'm 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 very curious to see what's going to happen uh, with with uh, black panther next month i made a joke that uh, you know all the promotional material is like oh finally we got a sequel to waiting to exhale it's ah, all that was so good <laughs> it's all it's all you know it's just it's all it's all women <laughs> you know and i'm just like okay i get what you're doing and but I, it's I, mcu it's it's it's, it's the last yeah it's straight but up even, mcu well but even the first i thought i thought the first black panther film was you know <clears> it, it was so it was more about the female characters than it was about uh about the black panther himself so well he got one, carried around yeah he, yeah he was so I, much I, better I in civil war they they really he was his own film. He, yeah. dude dude i mean Mahler, i know you know this Mahler, but like just he was so effective in that movie but he was only in it for like 10 minutes they, yep. they gave him an entire arc they gave him an origin story they you know he had a whole a through line it was so and it was so powerful and mm. uh, and and what Chad did as an actor is so wonderful because it was so understated, and just very 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 just uh, dignified and and there was there was a quiet strength about what he did. And the living are not done you know, with you yet. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, it, it was just uh, it was so wonderful to 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 watch that character be introduced in that way, and he was so ferocious and uh, but also just. Uh, uh, just, just, a, just a great presence and a strong character. And then in the film itself, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I didn't follow it. And it's weird because like Ryan Coogler, you know, I mean, Fruitvale Station is amazing. The Creed films are very popular. He's a wonderful uh, filmmaker and storyteller. But so I, I you know, the, the film just, uh, the first Black Panther film just didn't really hit for me. I'm glad it made the money that it did, you know. But, um, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how this one's going to turn out. But what I was going to say is that they keep, um, they keep parroting or parading, I should say, all of these um, racial minorities, sexual minorities, women, um, 
you know, in front of the public in these mediocre or bad projects and the projects bomb. And then who, you know, it, it it's really difficult to read. Um, I, I think people sometimes forget that, uh, you know, if, if you're a performer, your face is out there and you see people saying awful things about you, it, it really can have an effect. But on top of that, if you're in flops, it damages your career. So basically all these minorities, all these, you know, uh, uh, people now are, basically cannon fodder mm -hmm. in, in the culture war. Mm -hmm. And um, they're being, you know, they're being paraded out and, and put in front of all of us and waved around and then uh, just chucked aside, you know, once the virtue, uh, the, the requisite amount of virtue is, uh, is, is signaled. And uh, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's gross to watch. It's gross. It's racist and sexist. It is. It is. That's, it's just to own the other side. They are using people's identities and their skin color and religion to own their enemies. That's it. Mm. And and what's uh, the access media has been driving a lot of this. Corporatism is just corporatism. It's stupid. Uh, and I don't like it. And I don't think it, it'll ever work for art. We've seen it just destroy so many industries that started out with like, you know, Frank Zappa says it famously, like the music industry was better when there was just some old guy chomping on a cigar, you know, see something weird and he goes, let's try it. And if it makes money, he's like, yeah. Good, it makes money. Let's do some more of that. You know, that's it. It's not going through marketing research and all this other shit. And now it's all risk averse and ESG. And I think we should totally play that CG product red video later as where they yeah. oh. lay out ESG for all the people who don't think it it, it exists. Oh, really? CD Project Red literally created a, a, a video telling you how their company is going to fail. And it's, wow, I didn't Polish, see it. It's a Polish company, right? True play mm -hmm. now. Yes. I'll, I'll find yeah. it Because uh, Gay Superman's gone. Um, and also, uh, Robin, they just studied a brand new Robin comic. The the artwork, the writing, a dog shit. It's it's embarrassing to actually see. And, and there's somebody who's loved Tim Drake for 30 years. Uh, and that's because stalwarts like Chuck Dixon wrote him for so long and really created such a fleshed out character with Tim Drake. And then you just see him now in, in the hands of these vandals uh, who clearly know nothing. And I think the writer of the comics is like, oh, I'm such a Tim Drake fan. Uh, and and she, I, I, I fucking doubt she's read a Tim Drake comic in her life, by the way, that she started off uh, the series. And the artwork, well, that looks like somebody took a Tumblr reject and cut one of their hands off. And then told him to draw with that. It's absolutely abysmal. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll pull some of that earlier. Let's. Um, yeah. That, let me find the CD Project Red video. Uh, yeah. So to think this isn't going on in every aspect of our entertainment, which it is. Oh, shit, I left my tape in this face. But uh, yeah. What you're saying about actors turning up in flops can really damage their stuff. It's like when Matt Smith went from Doctor Who to doing like movie roles, he had Terminator Genesis, which is embarrassing and terrible. Yep. He wasn't he wasn't really in it, but still. Um, obviously, Morbius hasn't exactly helped him out. And, uh, it's just like, well, what's going on? What's going to make it work? And it might actually be House of the Dragon that lets people finally see Matt Smith in, uh, and you'll have something that might push him much further forward now. Um, so, you know, a lot I mean, of people got eyes on Damon Targaryen. Okay, I've got it. Get your uh, laughing gear around this. Jeez. I uh, couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, I, I, Razorfist tweeted it out uh, like three or four days ago. So this is new? 
This, this I, is a, yeah. This like, is out just a few days ago. What does ESG stand for? Um, environmental social governance. It is a credit. Sorry. It's yeah. It's like a credit score for corporations. It, yeah. It, 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 okay. Yeah. A social That's justice credit score. Social yes. Justice. Look at the T-shirt. Open world trans pride. Well, it's right up your alley, guys. Mm -hmm. Well, now I well, have no I, fucking hope for Witcher. I'm usually up the alley. Don't worry. But it's all right, Clifton. It's a thing. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Lubovitch, I'm a member of the board and CFO at the Pride. I'm also personally involved in a range of environmental, social, and governance initiatives, ESG for short, and I'm responsible for Celebrate Group's reporting in this matter. I would like to present our strategic approach to ESG issues in the context of our business. This approach reflects our identity and our values. It also takes into consideration the interests of our stakeholders identified in a relevant survey, which we carried out for the first time in 2021. Can I say something? The survey produced <laughs> yeah. a list of... E sure. Um, can their identity be like making games like I, I don't I don't understand why all these corporations that like this is a gaming company why can't no, your identity they, be just uh, making games what happened was the uh the powers that be whoever they are have found a way to fund who to backdoor capitalism and investment uh well it's not even capitalism anymore it's like this weird you know uh and and, and backdooring crt and collectivism into big corporations fusing government and corporations which is a type of fascism like this is what what's actually happening right now and they want they want us to like not own anything they've come out and said it it's like yep. i mean it's yep. not a fucking joke you they will own nothing and you'll be happy. They want everything I'm to be in service. They want you to, to, to rent your apartment. You can rent. Um, eventually, you'll be able to, like, have a subscription service to a grocery store where you pay them a certain amount and you can, like, get certain amounts of food. Of course, they'll yeah. bid you a little bit and it'll all be electronically paid. You'll have an electronic car that they can fucking shut off whenever they want. That can only go certain of it. Like, you th this isn't a fucking joke. Like, well, this also... I mean, I think that uh, people might uh, listen to what we're saying and saying, oh, you're being paranoid or whatever. No, we're taking it. I think we're, we're speaking in the context of, A, if everything is digitally controlled, everything is digital. First of all, I mean, just, uh, you know, they're talking about digital currency right now. And I'm thinking to myself, if I can't hold it in my hand, is it really mine? Uh, they can do whatever they want uh, well, electronically PayPal. and take money out of it. Right, yeah, well, PayPal, you know. And, but, and it's also this, uh, the aspect of, do you really want to give uh, a massive corporation and or the government all this control because you know sure it might be nice now it's convenient now but um what uh what what's to stop them from uh pursuing their own self-interest and to and you know expanding their power you know in the name of the greater good so to speak you know i don't want to which they've already the done word here <laughs> yeah. but uh you know it's just it's 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 not it's not um necessarily a bad thing to be concerned about this and to, and to completely reject it. I, I do hope that the more digital that we go, there's going to be a correspondent um, rise of people who are saying, no, no, let's keep it organic. Let's keep it analog. Let's go analog. Physical media. Let's, let's get, you know, get back in person. Yeah. How cash, to all kinds of currencies. Media. There was a post recently. I can't remember which account I saw it on, but it was like a guy who had 
some, some show on some sort of provider has been like uh, kicked off for whatever reason, but the guy like the, a guy had bought it like outright, yeah, and he couldn't access it because it was a digital library thing. It's just like, nope, you don't have this anymore. And um, you know, the post was about how piracy is is the way to go, sort of thing. But I was just thinking to myself, like, oh man, it's going to get to the point where the only physical thing you can even buy is just a code to get the thing digitally. Like that'll be yeah. the next phase, <clears throat> and then it'll be gone. Uh, cherish physical media because it's going. It's it's on its way out. And it's really yeah. hard to save it. I've already started trying to buy all of my favorite things, like DVD, you know, the Blu-rays and, and stuff. Just just get them all. Mm-hmm. As Clifton said, something you can hold in your hand because no one can take it away from you then. Um, but I hate the idea of everything I want to see and everything I want to enjoy is all on a thing that someone else can just go, nah, not today. And if chat, if you don't know about PayPal, a couple of days ago, they released, uh, uh, I think it was a tweet, uh, could have been an email as well, but they released a tweet, I think it was at least, saying that Daily uh, they they would have the right to fine you $2,500 for misinformation. Whatever misinformation means. And then that got so hit by people that they retracted it almost immediately saying, oh, this was never meant to come out. This was never meant to, to, to sound the way it sounded. Bullshit. They put out what they put out and they got the response that they got. So that, that, folks, is a test, certainly a test for the future, because if everything is electronic, then what prevents your bank from saying, uh, due to WrongThink, we're cutting off your bank account? Oh, yeah. Due to uh, WrongThink, uh, we're cutting off your food supply. They did we're it cutting to the off truckers. your access to transport. Well, they tried to, but they, they ended up relinquishing to the truckers in the end. Mm-hmm. But they they tried. They, well, they, they tried. cut off their bank accounts for several weeks. Like it was, it was banks, a thing. Banks limiting what people can spend of their own money on their card, right? Mm-hmm. And look at Ripper. Ripper Bing had been PayPal right. as well. Even though he w- he had produced a product and the product was going out, and he's had to deal with all kinds of faff to get his money, not PayPal's money, his money. That was given by his customers for his product. So electronic can get real fucky and they are trying it on. They are trying to see what they can get away with right now. And and it doesn't matter if they have to to back speak or anything like that, because it's testing the waters. And it's and testing the waters for what they can do. Sorry, Cliff. Go on. No, 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 it's cool, man. And on top of that, I've noticed now, I mean, they've been doing it for um for uh, the uh, the climate issue recently. They, they will couch anything um, in terms of social justice, racial justice um, to get people on board. Oh, this is good, not only for the planet, but also for, you know, we're, we're for equity's sake. So they, they'll, hmm. they'll, any, any sort of um, uh, quote unquote progressive uh, slash social justice currency, you know, so to speak, um, they're gonna they're gonna try to do it and just and throw it in there just because because people are gonna be like oh well you know it's it's good for black people so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll support that yeah and uh, they just they can't they're not looking at the the broader picture of these kinds of things they're they're not and uh, I just like to point out that we paused at 38 seconds that just happens to be really funny to me but... <laughs> you hear how the energy just kind of got sucked out of the room after that. <laughs> Every time 
A girl talks, I know. <laughs> wow. They used to have law preventing this, but I know. excuse me, Gary. Excuse there's two there's two girls here. Oh, every yeah. time Ooh. girls talk. Girls talk. Hey, Gary girls. gone. Sorry. You're murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed uh, me. Uh let's see how CD Project Red is gonna go out of uh business. Yeah. You know when you when you, you said that dogs. in my head I pictured S E E D Y C D Project Red. Ah <laughs> well he says it so quickly because he goes to the project. CD Project regarded as important for to the project. Our approach to these topics and the way we go about managing them have since been described in our first sustainability report covering the year 2021. And now, let's begin with our products. Those sound effects. Although this is perhaps not the first thing that comes to mind when thinking about video games and ESG, we believe that our primary means of influencing the world at large is by developing games which can enrich gamers' perceptions. Influence. This is why wow. we do not influence we are trying to influence gamers and enrich their perspective we're trying perception. to we're trying to improve them perception. we're trying mm. to improve perception. people playing our games that that's what that's what they're saying yeah to bring them into the hive mind our collective collective hive mind to make them like us and see like you us really dumb gamers you need to think on a higher level like we do so mm -hmm. we'll help you there like you're get on our level I got a question. How do you think this guy would cope in a Modern Warfare 2 lobby? Ooh. Not very well. Not. <laughs> PTSD. As that's where men were created. Do you think you'd cry? I'm yes. not going to say. Do you think you'd cry? Yes, I would. Yes, I do. Shy away from confronting socially important topics in this. By the way, this, this, uh, this was a massive flop. Cyberpunk 2077. The only reason why it's getting a, a, a renaissance right now is because of Edge Runners. That is the only that is the only reason. But uh, this was a huge flop. Stories we tell. Our games depict social inequalities, the various paths people take through life, and the problems they face. We want to make sure that the characters populating the worlds we create represent a diverse set of mindsets, social groups and backgrounds. In The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, we tackled the issue of domestic violence, strained family relationships, and discrimination. Cyberpunk stop. 2077 on stop. the other hand. Come on, God, I mean, domestic violence, like those, those are human issues that, that, could, that could go yes. with any story. That's not a, that's not a political thing. It's not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's it, sorry, it's so stupid. Also, no, no, no. There is a point of view out there that there are people who are pro domestic violence and pro racism and pro genocide, and the, the the other side thinks they are allies and superheroes by changing, uh, by putting a Ukrainian flag on their bio. Like I was a hero today. Also, yeah, also the Witcher games were based on books that were like from another time. They're not tackling no, no, no. The, the, fucking the issues. The games were not. The games were not. The games just used the characters and they created their own unique stories. Yeah, but the it's book, based they, on that universe, would, though. Yeah, yeah, they would refer back to the. You know, they would. Yeah. There would be references, the but book. that was most of the references was just the Wild Hunt and yeah, uh, the way yeah. that uh, Yennefer and, and, and the Gale characters and stuff. Books yeah, have the girl who's the key to everything. It's totally there. But I mean, if you read the books, 
uh, the guy, I can't pronounce his name, the guy who wrote him is like thirsty for women. It's not like it's, <laughs> her supple breasts and I felt her nipples hard. You know, it's like a guy who wanted to get yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, It wasn't like some feminist. <laughs> <trouble>. <laughs> it's good one. stuff. I probably didn't bang a lot of women who wanted to bang some women. That's, that's, that's human. Sapowski, that's it. Yeah, Sapowski. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. As Cliff knows, you said like domestic violence. That is, that is a, it's a social issue, right? But it's a human issue. It's not like a social justice issue, uh, which is what they're actually delving in. So they're trying to, I think, they're trying to blur the line exactly. between social justice <laughs> and just societal, which is right, in the chat. what we see. It's all right. Somebody said Azro the Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be Ryan Kennel. That is mean. Stuff. You betcha. No, that's good. Was married two times. That's hey, that doesn't mean the guy's laid, chat. Okay. You can be married, doesn't mean the guy's getting laid. All right. You can be gay yeah, yeah. and married. Don't, don't confuse those two things, please. Uh yeah. As yeah, a person, so, social as justice person and social issues twice. are very different things altogether. Yeah. Very true. Um, it's like, and, like, like uh, as though they have some unique perspective on you know we're the oh, we're the people who are going to address these issues. I might do yeah. these novels that are hundreds of years old and have this kind of stuff in there. You can go back to uh, there's a uh, what's the play called Hippo yeah, Hippo Hippolytus. That whole story. I mean that that's a that's a story where you have uh, the, the main character who um, who is uh, he dies as a result of a false. Uh, assault allegation from his stepmother who was in love with him so we're talking about this is thousands of years ago we're already having these kinds of like interpersonal kind of edgy issues that are being written about these people are doing nothing new but they're acting as though <laughs> like we're we're tackling the issues we're so we we want to enrich the culture of, i'm like get the fuck out of here man i want to play a game i want to i want to immerse myself in this world and just like have a good time and sure tell me a great story that's really human and has you know all the goods and the good things and the bad things about who we are as people and we want complex characters and all that kind of stuff but you know it's not don't act like you're some sort of crusader for justice just because you're tackling shit that people have been tackling for thousands of years because people no. have not changed in thousands of years get the fuck out of here yeah he, he i mean he talks about discrimination and yes the elves in uh the witcher are mm -hmm. used as as a minority in a group that is discriminated against but discrimination comes in a plethora of different forms so having the analogy of, uh, of of discrimination could be referenced to anything. It could be referenced to your height, your weight, your color, your gender. It could be anything that you can you as yourself interpret and can fit in, just as something that you could relate to. Uh, so they didn't do oh you know elves are, are, are this race or that race and and the humans wrote no they didn't do that at all. They just took something again which was very human which was discrimination and put it into the L, you know, put the L's as the, the discriminated against groups, but the L's weren't, per they, the L's in there weren't even perfect anyway. So they, they, you know, they didn't use the L's as some sort of perfect group of people. No, they were uh, in a minority in this world and yeah, they were hunted down, but the L's did their fair share of shittery as well. Uh, and, and so there was, there was a, a little bit of a blur there and you made decisions in The Witcher 2 particularly, and The Witcher 3, based off whether or not you wanted to help the Scoia'tael or not. So that was a decision that, that that you made that they put into the game, 
And that's what makes it more interesting is allowing you to, to play with that universe and make that decision based off however you see the circumstance or the situation or even on a, on a repeat playthrough. Just, I want to see the other side of that story. Uh, so yeah, this, this isn't anything grand. I think the only actual uh, <laughs> thing that they did for The Witcher especially was to put gingers, in, like a ginger in the game. And I think ginger side is real. So I think that's the only issue they actually tackled yeah. <laughs> that was relevant. Ginger side is real. Just because they don't have souls doesn't mean they don't deserve to live. Come on, people. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Age did the same. Dragon Age used elves yeah. as... Uh, 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 you know, a group of people that was discriminated, a race that's discriminated. Not it's nothing is. new. It's not, yeah. <laughs> that's. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see some more shit, on. shall we? Let's, but this is uh, this this is what I would call prime virtue signaling, right there. Mm -hmm. Trying to trying to elevate what is just human. Humans, you know. Never mind. Goddamn fucking idiots. Come on, stupid thing. Might have to uh, hold on. Just reset it. Well, and and just keep in mind that this like this is happening with every one of our entertainment properties. So for the last four years, when you're like something's different, like I know Hollywood has been mostly left, uh, but I know they also like to make money. So like, why are they trying to social engineer through stories now instead of like you know throwing in a message here and there? They're like, there's difference between I'm going to throw in a message. Uh, and then social engineer. There's a big difference. And now that is so blurred. Now, every time somebody sees a message, it feels like social engineering because it is. I mean, he uses the words. I'm, we're here to influence. Influence, yeah. Not entertain. Mm -hmm. The word pain did not come out of his mouth before influence. So that, that, that little thing you found off for the last four years was this. It's always been this. You were right. You're not crazy. Cyberpunk 2077, on the other hand, addresses alienation and dehumanization of society. Our products reach millions of people around the world, so we want to focus on what's important. And Hold on, well, you are, it's, it's the ESG, which is dehumanizing society. Yeah, it is. Because you're trying to get them to conform. <laughs> and and what, what, did it, what did it take to get everybody to watch Edge Runners? Anime titties. Anime titties, yeah. Anime titties, anime titties and anime boosh. Which, which by the way, unites everybody. But that unite that unites it. That brings people together in peace. Anime, especially titties. especially if they're tranime titties. Oh, well, well, <laughs> got him. I just got six more months of this shit. <laughs> Easily, and then it then it might diminish. Maybe <laughs> who knows? Oh no! Ladies and gentlemen, Clifton who Duncan. Knows. She's beautiful. <laughs> now let's listen to the video, people. Let's not. Gamers <laughs> to reflect upon the choices that surround them. The second important aspect relates to our team. We strive to ensure that we are a company people love working with. We give our team members the opportunity to engage in ambitious projects and pursue unique career development paths. As long as it conforms to the ESG. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong. That's fine. Team building is great. Like volleyball games, softball teams, good stuff. Yeah. It this is, involves a range of. It is adult daycare. I mean, like, there's a point where you're team building, and then like, holy Christ. shit! Oh my god, it's a Gundam's got the best, I guess, series of videos on on adult daycare now. Ugh. Oh, I got oh, from those. those from those TikToks. Big difference. Between I got like, up this morning and I picked up my chai latte, and then I went into the yeah. foyer, and they had this beautiful orange water, just like waiting for us, and some hot towels, so I can start my. That I could, I fucking lost my shit when I saw that fucking video. Where I went to work, we had shit coffee, and that's it. And, and we got to use the bathroom. That's that's that was it was awesome. That's a privilege. Yeah, we had- I was fine with it, and we had a softball team on the weekend. When Klaus good. takes over, you'll piss where you fucking work, mate. Oh yeah, they'll just have a little uh, piss bag that they hook uh, hook up to you. A little piss yeah. bag. Yeah. Well, don't they have that in Amazon already? Because they had to pay for rings of power, so people are actually pooping in bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not seeing a lot of diversity in this picture. I'm just saying. Just, I'm just saying. Oh, it's, it's in Poland, dude. It's I, mean, Poland. I know. Come on now. <laughs> you saying Poland is a racism? Uh, yeah, it's a racism. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Internal training courses, as well as our brainchild. The Promised Land Art Festival, whose fourth edition was held. Promised Land, that's woo. Yeah, that's woo, easy now. <laughs> it's, a it's a big commie looking factory. <laughs> yeah, look at it. Oh my it's God, like, like you're communist right. art. Like, there needs to be a fist going up, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's subtle. That's a big brother really shit right there. Subtle. Yeah. How? Holy. Well, this year. The festival provides a unique opportunity for motion picture, gaming, and other creative industry professionals who represent various companies, nationalities, and market segments to get to know one another and swap ideas and learnings. In addition, our team members regularly share their experience and knowledge at local and international gaming events. Together, we create a diverse and inclusive work environment of which we are- He hit the words. He hit the two the two words, inclusive and diverse. By the way, I like how he said nationalities and then they showed the one Asian guy going like this. I know, right? <laughs> so funny. I was thinking there's an awful lot of crackers around here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude. Oof. Have they said the word entertain? No, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe they have and I missed it, but um, you tell me, chat. Yeah, chat, have they? I can't recall unless it was when he's. No, no, I don't think so. You are very proud. In pursuing highly complex creative projects, we recognize the need to ensure a friendly and comfortable work environment. From 2022 onward, this applies to both the team members who work mainly from our offices, as well as those who opt to work in the remote first mode. The launch of Cyberpunk 2077 and the course of the pandemic have taught us a lot. We drew conclusions and rolled out a wide array of changes. We intend to continue to further improve our company. Thirdly, our corporate premises and environment. Three years ago, we purchased the property complex which houses our headquarters and began work on creating a green campus. These changes are being progressively implemented. 
they involve combining elements of the existing layout with expanded green areas and novel technologies. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Emissions and Do they not use power? I'm betting they use electricity, right? Mm -hmm. Like lots and lots of, of electricity. Okay, just wanted to get that. No, started. they have natural well, treadmills that they'll run on to make do sure. Do they, they run on treadmills that, that power their powers or whatever? <laughs> I don't uh, know when he's talking about green, if he's literally just talking about we put a few plants here and there. Yeah, I, all I, the I, plants were dead. The what plants were on the treadmills. They were dead. I was like, what what green yeah. are you talking about? Look very green. I know. I'm it's but they had those skips full of like soil and then they had a dead tree in it. Yeah. Maybe it was winter time. I guess it gets kind of cold over there. So yeah, it does. That's yeah. Sure. That's talking, good... Somebody said Soylent Green in the chat. Yeah, that's what they're Green. About. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think they eat the employees. In late August, we adopted an environmental policy which represents our pledge to roll out and then progressively improve our environmental management system. This year, for the first time ever, we calculated our carbon footprint and we are also working on a broader calculation covering our entire value chain. The next step will be to develop Solar an emission panels, I called it! I called it! I knew it! That it? Yeah. That's it, solar panels. <laughs> I mean, which is great. If you can afford them, okay, like... Hmm? Really fucking expensive things, by the way. Really, really expensive. Not affordable to your average Joe. Should get some uh, nuclear power going. That, 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 yeah, I think if, if they were, if they had nuclear, now, now we're talking. If they had a little nuclear reactor in there, nuclear power. What are you racist? Uh, <laughs> God, you love Putin. And misogynist. Don't forget misogynist, please. Putin lover. Putin apologist. You towards <laughs> achieving carbon neutrality, and the next important. Thing, our values and corporate governance. Uh huh. Going By the way, can you, you know, say so he said we're, we're doing tracking our carbon footprint. Not going to say what it is, you know, yeah. <laughs> or anything, but uh, no, no, we, yeah. we're tracking it. We're tracking it. Keep it track. Our business. Is there like we an Apple Watch that, that does that now or it something? Does. It counts how many times you fart each day. <laughs> oh, shit. I just did that. I just <laughs> muted my microphone and let rip. Well, <laughs> That okay. just reads error. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gary, I, I must inform. I must inform you that uh, that uh, women don't fart. So that's oh, true. okay. I will never oh, yeah, have that. They don't, that they don't poop either. Yeah, they yeah, don't fart. Don't. Poop. Yeah. Don't. My watch just says move, you lazy fuck. The food that they eat just like magically goes away. It's true. Yes. We're magic. The solar power took it. <laughs> Not necessarily adopting schematic approaches. At the same time, we make sure we are compliant with regulations and first and foremost, transparent. Can you tell us what your fucking games are? Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to go back into the room for Witcher 3 and look for the ESG of uh, <laughs> ass crack. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, no. You got an ESG meter and you go no. to... to uh... Now we know what the new... Uh... What, as what was the what was the card game called in Witcher Three? Gwent. Gwent. Yeah. Now we know what the new Gwent game is going to be like. The fucking social credit score. The, the, the cards are going to be leaves, so <laughs> that uh, they don't create paper cards anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, uh, it would just be people, you know, just recycle people. Because uh, California so decided that, like, you can recycle people now into their, what the uh, what is it, their mulch? Uh, no, like, like their fertilizer? Oh, yeah, that's that, right. right. And they're what? letting them bury them in their backyard now, right? Yeah, yep. I, I read about that. Yep, it started yep. in Washington. Yep, yep. Well, fucking hippies, man. Mm-hmm. You could bury grandma in the backyard? Yeah. San Andreas Fault. San Andreas Fault. <laughs> Can I just say at this moment that um, I really don't regret our decision to leave California at all? <laughs> For a second. I've never lost a second of sleep. I've never gone, wow, I miss the smell of urine uh, on a dead guy uh, while another guy is jerking himself off. Oh, oh God. God. So I'm, God, I miss that. Bro, I remember I was... Oh. Uh, I was doing a show in San Francisco. This was probably 2012 or so. It was already bad back then, but uh, I was. It was a, a two-show day. I think it was a Saturday. I do, we did the first show, and I'm in a restaurant. It's like there's some burger shop or whatever. It's off of Market and something else. So it's Market Street. So you know already. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be a little nuts, and uh, literally. But I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm eating my burger. I look up, and I see. Th- I see this dude kind of walk up between these two parked cars on the street. He just. He looks left. He looks to the right. Just drops trial and just starts pissing right there. Oh, just, right there. <laughs> just you know, but you walk, you walk, you walk Market Street. You walk the you know the the adjacent blocks. There's you know syringes on the ground, used condoms, trash. People trying to sell you all kinds of drugs. It's the seediest kind of thing. But then a the block over, these like beautiful architecture, beautiful buildings, and yep. it's, it's 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 so weird. But I feel the same way about New York, man. I see you know they keep electing stupid people. And doing stupid policies. I mean, it's sort of a digression. But did you see the, the other day, Eric Adams, the mayor, who somehow yeah. was worse than the last mayor, was like, you know, we didn't ask for this to take care of all of these uh, uh, migrants or whatever. I'm like, dude, you literally said you're, you're a sanctuary city, but yeah. now you don't want it. It's hilarious. They're so ridiculous. Wow. No, the uh, what I mean, Abbott finally did something that was worth a shit, um, which I'm still voting. Like, I'm not voting for Beto. Fuck that dude. Uh, monkey pox boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, I think it's a great idea to to ship them. Like, it you're still bringing them in. You can't stop them from being here, and at least you still want to be humane to humans, right? Uh, so yeah, put them uh, put them in the cities that can uh, most that are most prepared to take care of them. You know, because they they give homeless people cash. San Francisco's been giving homeless people cash forever, and that's why people go to San Francisco because they can get four hundred bucks a month. You know, and uh, get their get their and, and like fentanyl's like all over the place. And you're not kidding, Clifton. You'll be in a nice neighborhood, like not far from Nancy Pelosi's house. Mm-hmm. And then you keep walking down a couple of blocks, and you're in like you you uh you know you, you could get shot easily, like the Fillmore. I used yeah. to live in the Fillmore, dude. Mm. Gary, do they have those centers in San Francisco and San Diego, uh, where like basically like the drug centers, like yes, yeah. and yeah. it's free. There are a bunch of private houses that really try to get people off drugs. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of them. Those are good. Uh, but then there's a bunch of places that just hand them out, hand out syringes. And that's the dumb fucking usually based in Marin hippies mm. who fund mm. most of the shit. And like, yeah, the, the Fillmore, my third night living there. I'm on the balconies back when I smoked cigarettes, smoking a cigarette with Melissa and a car drives by and it's skidding. It's all and there's a girl hanging outside the window screaming for her life. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my what God. <laughs> that was my third night there. First wow. night there, our, ha- our our apartment in the Fillmore 
got hot prowled. We were all asleep. There was two kids, two very young toddler kids. My friend was sleeping downstairs. Melissa and I were upstairs. And then the roommate, uh, Akemi, and somebody used a credit card to get in their apartment and stole all our shit. I should have known then. I should have known then. I stayed for 18 years. Yeah. You know, you'll be walking, you'll be walking with your, you know, with your family, just in you'll be in the public transit, you know, on the BART station or whatever. People just sitting up, sitting there shooting up heroin, just chilling. There was a uh, do you remember that clip where uh, London Breed, uh, the, the mayor, was like walking, it was like she'd just been elected or something. She's walking through, and literally on camera, you see people in the background shooting up heroin. It's just uh it's oh, oh, London Breed. I mean, maybe not as dumb as the mayor of New York, but really fucking close. Like she's a, like a, basically a file clerk that is an up jump file clerk who used to work for Ed Lee. Um, she remember when Kamala Harris said uh, in Florida, we're going to be equitable with the recovery. We're going to give it to the uh, we're going to basically give it to um, communities of color. And first, just based on their skin color. Well, that's exactly what London Breed said about. Uh, recovering from COVID when they were going to reopen like a mm -hmm. year and a half later, they were going to re reopen equitably. Yeah. They're going to like, they're going to favor uh, businesses of color over everybody else. Yeah. So that, that's, the, it's the same shit. It's the well, same. That's, shit. That's what I was saying before. Like they will, they'll justify everything and they'll just uh, with, Oh, it's equity. Oh, it's, it's justice or whatever. They'll, they'll, they will usher in any kind of ridiculous policy under this, um, under the guise of, uh, the, the quote unquote, greater good quote unquote, progressivism. You're right. And, and that equity, by the way, was ignoring a lot of Asian in, in San Francisco. And you're right. Clifton was ignoring a lot of Asian owned businesses. That oh, were, well, they, well, they hate Asian people. They yeah. hate Asian people more than any other minority. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're white when it's convenient. Um, they're Asian when it's convenient. You know, it's if I dude, if I were if I were Asian American dude, I'd be like, why even support any of these it, people? Is that a it was new, convenient newer when Shang Chi was coming out? I'll tell you that for nothing. Oh, That's what? when it was convenient. Is that a newer thing, like after COVID, or is that has that always been like that? For what? Like the Asian, like not liking the Asian so much. Oh, it, that goes way back. Okay. <laughs> well, they, well, you know, you see, you see. I mean, I'm sure you've seen online all of these videos of these horrific crimes. That are yeah. committed against Asian people, assaults, yes. robberies, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And you see who is doing most of them. Yes. But we can't talk about that no. uh, because of because of the demographics that are involved in doing so. Well, and you speaking, can talk about it, right? Well, and speaking as being as a part of that demographic, it's it's um part of it is just it's straight up envy. They view these people as soft targets. And um, mm. you know, it's 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 hilarious on 125th Street, right in the heart of Harlem, right? Like a block away from the Apollo Theater. Um the, the nicest black hair store is run by Koreans. So people see that kind of stuff. They're like, they're moving into our neighborhoods. They're succeeding, Aww. yada, yada, yada. And they, they, they hate them. And they, they, you know, the stereotype is that they're, they're nice and they're uh, sort of obedient. And, and like I said, soft, soft targets, unless they're, unless they're roof Koreans, obviously. Um, so, you know, but the, the broader point is that now they, they will refuse. They'll, they'll say hashtag stop Asian hate, but yeah. they, they'll stop at the point where it's like, Oh, they finished who, the tight. They finished who, the tweet. Well, well, who who are the people who are attacking uh, attacking these people? So there's those. Right. So there's that aspect of it where they're they're throwing Asians under the bus. Then there's the educational system and merit based programs where they're trying to eliminate, um, uh -huh. you know, or, or lower lower standards, eliminate uh, you know testing uh, standards uh, for admissions for universities. Um, you know, and of course, who benefits the most from those? Uh, it's uh, it's a lot of Asian kids, and frankly. 
I want to say African immigrants, uh, immigrants um, tend to benefit from those things as well. But, mm -hmm. you know, so so that they keep passing these policies <laughs> that just uh, Asian Americans are just like, what what the hell are you doing? Uh, please, please help us. I thought you, you know, you loved, uh, you loved minorities or whatever. I, I do a really good impression of somebody who lives in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, if you'd like to see it. I would love it. Love to. Let's I've got to it. get into character. Hold on. Okay. That's somebody from Martha's Vineyard who just saw an immigrant. You know what? I thought you were going to do a Barack Obama for a second. <laughs> now, he I know. Can fit, he can fit people. He can fit a thousand people into his tent, but none of them are going to be immigrants, mate. <laughs> now, 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 you know, and I know that I'm here on this island. I am the only brown person allowed uh, in this entire zip code me and my husband uh my, 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 michael <laughs> oh, oh, no, no no hey yo i was gonna say only men are allowed in that tent too but oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I read the teleprompter wrong let's listen to cd project red completely open dialogue with our teams, responsible communication with gamers, and improving our ESG disclosures are the cornerstones of our strategy for building long-term trust-based relationships. We also work Wait, to ensure- trust-based relationships? Trust-based trust oh. relationships. With whom are they creating trust-based relationships with? I've got to say, they kind of ruined their trust a little bit with a certain event mm. not long ago. <laughs> Oh yeah, wasn't didn't uh, okay? Help me. I'm not a gamer. Didn't they do something that they said they would never do when they were trying to rush out cyber? Cyberpunk. They did a lot of shady well, shit. They did, yeah, they did a lot. They of did, yeah. Shit. They God, didn't disclose it? how the PS4 version was. But wasn't it forcing were... workers to work extra hours or some crunch. shit? That's called the oh, cr yeah. that's called crunch. crunch. Yeah. Did they say they were not ever going to do that? Did that, or was that another company? I'm thinking of. They all do that. Uh, well, crunch. Yeah, I don't. I think the crunch was was harder than they were saying it was going to be. Okay. Okay. Um, and there was there was lots of kind of, you know, uh, fingers being waggled about the amount of crunch and how burnt out people were, uh, and all this kind of stuff. Well, everybody um, left. Like the main creator of The Witcher left. Yeah. They were like, fuck this. Like they saw the writings on the wall when it came to CD project and they were like, okay, we're out on this one. I, I think a lot of this has happened because the, the head of the studio left and he's got replaced. Yeah. And when he got replaced, then all this shit this. has started to happen. The ESG shit and all the social justice shit. And um, yeah, that's one of the, the big reasons. I used to work uh, on the floor above insomnia games. Yeah, yeah. Technicolor and Insomniac. Yeah. I got it was pretty cool in there, but they were all on Adderall. So they didn't mind working extra. Just saying. Strong foundation for our business in the areas of IP protection, privacy, and cybersecurity. We constantly monitor and update our internal procedures and tools related to those aspects. Finally, we feel a broader sense of responsibility in terms of reacting to events around us. We care 
and we get actively involved in the face of extraordinary circumstances such as the COVID pandemic or the war in Ukraine. We also intend to be socially active. What? Okay. What? what are you, you going to not give the Witcher 4 to Russians? Is that like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick them to them. Like a big, a big Chief, which uh, does the Doctor Who toys. Yeah. They stopped shipping to Russia. They just stopped. I'll do it. That'll do it. That's okay, just got stop a, the nuclear war. Doctor Who toys for you. That'll stop a nuclear war. No Doctor Who toys for you. <laughs> we don't fucking want them. <laughs> are they the? Are they have the, a whole batch of Jody Whittakers. Yeah, the Jody Whittaker one. <laughs> we can't even sell these three hundred Jody Whittakers for fuck's sake. Can we drop a nuclear bomb on those? Just the Jody Whittaker. Just maybe a little tactical nuke in on, Minecraft. In grenade, Minecraft. Little grenade. In Minecraft. A tactical Minecraft. nuclear grenade. <laughs> Jody Whittaker toys. <laughs> uh, what's a video game company talking about the fucking war in Ukraine? Please, I don't sake. know. I mean, seriously. Can we, like, this, is, for, this is part of it is this shit has gone to their head like uh, we are so important and influential right now yeah. that we can actually do good in the world instead of like, uh, we, we just made this rad game that everybody likes that, yeah, sure, which is a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in Russia they... just immediately installs a VPN. Done. Yeah, Done. the only yeah. time they talked about the game was to say like what kind of social issues they were talking like tackling in the game. Tackling like they, domestic violence in yeah, the game. like they, they haven't talked about anything like with regards to the games. Well, it's also like, you know, I mean, tackling is it are you trying to um I don't know. I mean, are you trying to make some statement about about uh, domestic violence or are you I don't know. Are, are you just trying to, or were you going to, are you going to tell a story? Oh, Jim, these guys are Eastern that. European. They yeah, tackle yeah, their yeah. wives all the time. It's like, oh, like a, it's part of the fucking culture. <laughs> they Damn. have to talk about Well, that's uh, that's how, do you, how do you know that, Nina? Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I, it's true. <laughs> like there, there's a, I, I've known Eastern European women that think that they're not loved if their husband doesn't beat them. That's a, it's a fact. There's a lot. They it's part of their culture. Domestic violence is a big thing over there. They have to tackle it. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. I give my girl a backhand every Thursday night. Let her know I love her. <laughs> yep. I'm so. <laughs> why do I sound like Ice T right now? Yeah, I moved overseas. Uh <laughs> To find love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this guy's saying. Like, you know, he's probably well, I don't know if he's married to a woman though. I pretty sure this guy's gay. It it I mean, as far as the corporations are concerned, they're big and dumb. So they were sold on this big dumb thing that it was going to be the next way to the wave to make money. Uh corporations are going to be more. They use the word sustainability. In other words, to carry these corporations into the future, they have to, uh, they have to, you know, be more. They have to get into governing. The word governing. They have to socially engineer. Uh, they have to. They they have to be nicer to their employees so they don't get unionized and stuff. Like, but it goes way beyond that. It goes way beyond that. That like this guy just came out and said we are 
essentially socially engineering. We're going to try through our games. Like, how well did that work for Cyberpunk, by the way? Not very well. Not very well. well. Um, before he said um, the war in Ukraine, didn't he mention COVID? Yes. And aren't Pfizer being absolutely dragged right now uh, in whichever hearings are going on that this was a uh, vaccine in name only? Uh, that it wasn't uh, preventative, even though we said it stressed it was. All this fucking absolutely unbelievable shit, which, of course, you know, people were talking about and got removed from platforms and censored and banned for saying this this uh, this before. Doctors. And, and they're talking about being responsible for COVID. So you, you're saying that you're just going to go along with what they've been saying which is now falling apart as we speak. And this comes out, what, a few days ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. So you're just saying you're, you're going to be whatever, good little boys. We're just going to be complicit. Part of the boys. cult. Cult members. And you're starting to see like that. Pe- and you're right. The timing of this is so strange because the pendulum is clearly swinging. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so, this is so like just outdated at this point. Um, mm. and, and this shit is going to look so bad very soon. Yeah. Like I've been saying for years, people are going to look back on that Watchmen series. I brought it up before and go, holy shit. This thing is racist. They, they take an actual event from history, a horrible event, and they make it into a silly superhero villain story. As soon like as people I... were mesmerized by a bad guy. For the racial lynching, as you know, soon as I, I I heard about that series. I said I can't. There's I'm not fucking watching this thing. Yeah, no. me but, either. But I but the thing about it. it is that then the you know I you know because I mean you know this is back when I was uh, still allowed to be in the entertainment industry before um uh, you know I, I got purged. Um, the, I'd be around these people who were just like, yeah, did you see the new episode of Watchmen? Oh, it was so good. It was so good because it's just confirming their own worldviews and like, you know, conform, conforming to all their biases. And I'm like, dude, just, just do the fucking book. It's so good. You can do, you, you have, it's HBO. You have all this money. You have all this high quality talent available. You could make this series, this adaptation of one of the, you know, seminal graphic novels of all time and they just they they totally said no we're gonna we're gonna tell we're gonna do this other thing i'm like just stop just stop doing it stop doing it but there are people out there that love this stuff they love it you know i think it's vanishingly small the kinds of people that that it appealed to but um oh you're right it's it's appealing to it is appealing to the echo chamber it's appealing to the the these fucking californians that live in this fucking area and everyone just thinks the same, acts the same, does the same. At least the perception is from what they present forward from us. So, so yeah, they're just, they're just, it's amazing how we've seen certain, I'm not going to name names here, but how we've also seen certain content creators over the last few years who just, just a few years ago seemed perfectly normal. And now they're just fucking feel mental. They just come across as completely mental because it's just, they've got the full download going. Uh, and and then they just don't understand when they get kicked back, and when they get kicked back, uh, then they just start ranting and raving, making videos about and all kinds of stuff. When you just start, and, and then they're just doing exactly what the corporations are doing, which is shitting on the customers, because you know you could stress easily stress that 
that are saying, hey, you know, I don't I don't agree with you on this point. But that's that's where we, again it goes back to what we're discussing here about binary. It's so fucking binary. You either uh, we we get to the fucking bush line, and I, I'm not trying to be political with that, but we're trying to get to the bush line of you're either with us or are you against us type of attitude. Well, th and there's, there's no room for nuance or discussion anymore. No, and and like it's it's like come to a head recently. That's what we've been talking about. Like the rings of power, the showrunner, one of the showrunners called the criticism patently evil in the Hollywood evil reporter during right after right before their penultimate episode in a series where they're struggling to capture an audience that they're going to have to keep for over two and a half years before season two comes out it's the biggest most expensive disaster of all time and they call their fucking critics patently evil got I mean, a little one a bunch of satanists no no they, they called their evil. customers Gary. <laughs> they called their customers patently evil Patently, yes. yes, I said paying customers, patently evil, yeah. and fascist adjacent. Tolkien yes. fans. Yes. Tolkien's oh, work right. attracts fascist adjacent. Hollywood Reporter said that, not the showrunners. The showrunners oh, said patently evil. They just I mean, called you evil. Yeah. They just called you fucking evil. Yeah. All right, then, uh, you know, have fun not working anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Like, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just keep my evil ass money then. How about that? Yep. But that's that's thing. the point. We've we've seen this. <laughs> we've seen it with the viewing figures. Look, the the rings of power dropped from number one to number four in the very next fucking week. Uh, so it showed how many fucking people checked out of of that for a start. Uh, and then we see like the the absolute disaster that She Hulk is. The viewing figures absolute what? Not even existent. And all you get instead of them looking at themselves and addressing their product. Why do that when you could just turn around and go, hey, customers, you're, you're fucking evil, you're misogynist, you're sexist. How do you expect that to improve your work? Is it because you want, you expect normal people to turn around when they get accused of this, and we said this time and again, and be like, hey, I'm not sexist, I'm not racist, I'm not fascist adjacent, I'm not patently evil. No. You know, oh, don't don't group me in. I suddenly like the show. No, nobody's going to be like that. More and more normal people are going. What the fuck are these people saying? Yeah. Why that? What are they doing? You know, it's a TV show about Tolkien. This doesn't feel like Lord of the Rings to me. And even normies are saying this doesn't feel like you know. But uh, uh, so you're calling suddenly me the all these words? Get out of it! And like Clifton just said, I'll take my money elsewhere, which is what I've done. I've, you know, I've taken my money and put it into different things. Used to go into comics. I had a pool list, a huge pool list. My pool list is zero. Yep. It's been zero for about 18 months. Same with Gary. Oh, yep. sorry. No, my pool list was one, which was Isome, which I got from fucking, uh, which was all ready to ship. You know, he, we were literally just doing a pre-order campaign. But I had a pool list, a huge pool list. All the Batman books, this, all the Superman books. How much were you Green spending? Arrow, Green Lantern. How much? Ah, you, you know, you'd, you'd easily dump a, a between one two hundred pounds easy, mm -hmm. and that's when it was decent against the dollar. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was dropping like three, four hundred bucks a month. But at, you at, add on to that merchandise. You add on to that all those kind of elements as well. Oh, look at this new Batman statue, black and white statue that came out. Oh, this is the Sean Gordon Murphy one, or this is the Jim Aparo one, or this is the uh, Todd McFarlane one. You know, oh, I gotta get me, I gotta get me that, and it all it adds, it's add plus, it's plus, it's plus, it's plus. 
and now with comics pff, i'm not even gonna get that sylvester batman and that's that's hard to resist but i'm not mark doing sylvester it one. it's I, mark sylvester is one of my favorite mm. artists ever uh i'm not gonna do it like i'm done like uh, like i not one penny goes towards the big two ever again like ever i'm done after uh four plus decades of collecting selling that shit backing them being a believer uh they clearly said they don't want me around anymore so they don't i'm done i don't give a fuck who comes back i don't care if todd mcfarland fucking takes over dc i don't give a shit as long as they have to like fire fucking everybody tom taylor well, yeah. still works there right still works yeah. there little fucker well, su- su- uh, super Superboy is uh coming back next year the same In way a six yeah. issue miniseries gary I have been. It's a mini series. Yeah, I know. It's it's. You know what? It's it's. We gave you this so you won't bitch that hard that we we canceled it. But uh, I, I yeah. I, I there's plenty of old comics that I haven't read that I can spend the rest of my life collecting. Absolutely. And I know they're going to be good. Um, if something new comes out and it's consistent, great. I'll pick it up. That's fine. Uh, you know. But it's I, a whole I like, new world for me. I'm gonna just yeah. read the old stuff. I'm sort of looking at oh, I'm looking at maybe starting to collect do runs of uh first of all, suit older Superman, the second of all, older Spider-Man. Yeah. What well, one's a little more expensive <laughs> than the other. Yes. <laughs> one is very affordable, the other not so much. Oh, dude, I got like oh, I showed you that collection I got of Superman for a song. And I got I know on of books. Spider-Man, hmm, I'm glad I collected those a long time ago. <laughs> it's fucking expensive now, man. Uh, but yeah, no, like this is how you do it. If you're gonna like do the new model, this is a this is a trade paperback. I, well, I mean it's the size of a trade paperback. Uh... It's a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel, right? This thing is is thick. Like mm-hmm. this, if this is like quarterly, I think that's the way you do it. I mean, I don't want to put, you know. Eric, come out with Not your stuff. Ready? That's fine. But if it's like a, a twenty-four page book, even a like a forty-eight page book, like once every five years, I sorry, I can't, I can't get on that. I really can't. It's just, I mean, I'd love to support it, but I'm gonna forget about it. I mean, it better be the best fucking forty-eight page book ever made. But um, like, I I would definitely like go towards making a a bigger book if you can't like produce it once a month which is really difficult i understand that then do go this route and uh that would be i think much better and tell a kick-ass story and people will like it you know but we'll see i I think it's i think well so i think the what comics are going to be now is they're they're just going to be so spread out and you're going to just have like little uh little little groups of people supporting comics here and there and like once in a while we'll get like a best-selling one and maybe that's the future, and I like, I, and it and it becomes more artisanal, right? And I'm fine with that because it's decentralized. Anything yeah. that's decentralized, good. <laughs> but there is a big but. It's got to be done by people who actually can do the fucking job. Yep. None of none of this shite which they have at the moment. They they need the proper people, the proper writers, the proper artists. You know, not these Tumblr fucking rejects. Uh, this is my first comic. Oh my god! I'm such a fan of this character. Oh my god! And then they just display something which is clearly Make uh, them. Ha- they have no idea what this character fucking is. Absolutely. 
Oh my God, look, you put yourself into the comic. Oh, just like everyone else like you, just put yourself into the comic yep. and did the story of you again. What a surprise. What a massive shock. Uh, that'd be a negative for me, thanks. Oh my God, being a, owning a comic shop now would, uh, my heart goes out to the, to the good cool. owners out there. It does. It was you a know lot the, 10 years ago. When stuff was uh, I don't know if you have an answer for this, but you know the, when, when like uh, Yellow Flash would do the charts, like the top 50 and all that, is that still shipped numbers? Or is that actual uh, point of sale it's numbers? Possible to know now because <clears throat> Diamond really doesn't exist. Uh, yeah. DC distributes through a, a, like basically a comic shop uh, and uh, somebody else. Uh, Marvel is going through Penguin now. So we'll never, ever get like accurate numbers. That's why you got to go off the graphic novel numbers. Those are probably pretty close. And manga is just kicking their ass like it's it's destroying them um so no we'll never know what the numbers but like back when the, when yellow flash was doing those charts those were shipped books those weren't actually sold you would have to go to each individual comic store and just based on my sales and this was back in i'll go on my last year 2013 um, oh yeah the diamond stuff was just shipped only so who who fucking knew like superior spider-man i ordered that was the first comic i ordered 2500 copies of for my shelf in my little store my little store had 400 subscribers people who had mm. subscriber bins um which was way up when i bought it it had 75 so i had built that up over 10 years i bought 2500 sold out in a day sold out in a fucking day that 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 shit was starting to happen like a lot but most of the time it was uh, i'll put i'll put five on the shelf i'll put one on the shelf mm. We even started getting with DC in particular. <clears throat> it was bad, like tort in 2013. Um, I would just make it what, what I would call subscriber specific, where I just gave it to my subs and I wouldn't put shit in the shelf unless somebody asked for it for a special order, and then I get it. Um, and uh, most of the stuff, the sell through rate was shit. It was absolute shit. Like if it wasn't my subscribers, people weren't walking in and buying it off the rack. Mm. That started like dwindling in time, and that's when they started doing way more variants gimmicks killing people to get those cnn headlines which turned into turning people gay yes and it led us to this and it was unsustainable and like i recognized that like my first year in the store because like i had worked in other businesses and run other businesses so i'm like wow this can't work and i brought it up at a retailer summit and what like thank god one comic shop agreed with me who was a veteran and the rest of them told me to shut the fuck up you know, they kind of laughed at me and said, shut up, little junior, sit down and be quiet. And I felt stupid. So I did, you know, uh, but later on, like, here we are, like, it was just, it was just kicking the can. You kick a can down a road. Eventually you got to pay the piper. Comic industry is paying the piper right now. Uh, and they can't afford good talent. And all the talent that was there didn't love comics. They all wanted to fucking work for Hollywood. Mm. You know, they weren't. They weren't bringing in people who loved comic books. That was the uh, another big problem. Like Garth Ennis hates fucking superheroes, and it really shows in the boys. He hates them. Um, Grant Morrison, I, I liked, but like, he's he's a wizard along with uh, Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's not as nihilist as Alan Moore, but I mean, like, at least Grant Morrison like believed in heroism. Alan Moore does not. No, and, and never did. But um. And so, now he's on an well, he's been on an apology tour for the best part of two fucking well, 
fuck 15 that. 15 years or so. Man, whatever. Just <clears throat> doing drugs. I, I mean, uh, we also have these third third and fourth generation artists, right? Who are just have been artists their entire lives, which is great. That, like that shows you how great this country and this whole system is that you could be an, a comic artist your entire life and make a living. Um, and it, we don't have artists and writers with life experience who went to war. I don't know, traveled the world, uh, touched some grass once in a while and, and have this real world experience. So they don't know what, to, what fucking work, what it's like to work 40 hours a week. So, so of course they're all socialists because I mean, they're idealistic socialists. They have no idea what it's like to actually go into work eight to five every fucking day, you know, and just want to have a little escapism when that that's your customer. That is your comic book customer. Even in San Francisco, elitist San Francisco, where I had a shop, it was blue collar. It, you know, once in a while I get a lawyer and the doctor, but it, you know, with students, blue collar guys, mostly guys, mostly guys, 85% guys, pretty much across the board all the time. Sexism. Even total sexism. Um <laughs> that aside. Uh it's as if, you know, certain marketplaces. Uh, attract a certain type of clientele. It doesn't I like have the way to you said clientele. 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 No. Uh, Renaissance, too. <laughs> Renaissance, <laughs> yeah. Proper. Yeah, proper. I speaks the proper Queen's English. Oh, my God, Queen's let's English. finish this. I can't look at this guy's face anymore. Sounds no, good. you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, you know, because now, now of course, I, we got to bring more women into this or we got to bring this demographic into this or that and it, it it's when it's forced it doesn't work you know there's a there's a reason why men work certain jobs and women work certain jobs and there's a reason why men gravitate towards certain products and women gravitate towards certain products that isn't sexist there's there's nothing sexist about it difference there's a big difference between male and females surprise surprise i haven't seen uh, a lot of women in sewage no, no, no nor in uh, construction, uh, in anything like that, anything oh, manual, <clears throat> rigging, oil on the oil rigs. Don't see yeah. a lot of women in that. No. Hey, they hold the stop sign on, at the road work here in the states. I That's don't know true. if they do that in uh, they don't do uh, it in the road work, but they hold the stop sign. Mm. So you're saying uh, you also, women in oil as yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in uh, uh, Atlantic fishing. I want trans representation in underwater welding. That's what I want. Oh, did you see the uh, announcement by the Biden administration the other day that said that trans women will still get drafted? Yes. I think that's fun. Uh, oh, it's I, as if I, they believe one, say one thing and believe When another. are women going to get drafted? <laughs> you want I don't your- know. I go. thought trans women were women, so they are. Yeah. So they get drafted. No, what? Well, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not even going to play that game. Blade, by the way, uh, Nina just uh, showed us something, ladies. Uh, Blade has been put on hold. Oh, like, like today or? Uh, it was yeah today. He it's uh, it. I will, we'll finish. We'll finish this, and then we'll we'll go into that article. Uh, I don't know when Clifton's back, so let's just finish this. Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say let's finish this guy off, but I think he's already been oh done. My so. Oh my god! Active on a daily basis, 
A good example of this approach would be the already second edition of our scholarship and mentoring program called Dziewczynybrze, Girls in the Game. In our language, it'll sound weird and it's okay to make fun of that too, all right? Yeah. Go right ahead. What's the stupid so, thing we have in our language? Banana? That sounds kind of funny. Banana. I love bananas. Uh, so, um, I like how they say it in the we've character. Got a, we've got to force women at gunpoint into this. I bet you do love bananas, Nina. I do. All right, bye. <laughs> wow. He's gone. Uh, yes, we got women programs. Yay. It's aimed at talented girls who are considering a career in Yay. the gaming industry. That's me. Summing up, our key is... No. ...is G ambitions are to provoke reflections through the memorable stories we tell in our games, to be a company people who want to be part of, to continue the green transformation on our campus and beyond, to build relationships based on trust and transparency, to use our resources and competencies to support others. We commit ourselves to continue the improvement of our performance in each of these areas. Is there anything about making a good game other than, I guess, the goals? Well, this isn't about games at all. This is just about... They can't make bad games. The fuck? Fine. CD Projekt Red, we trust. No, not no more. Pickle sandwich. What? Pickle sandwich is good. Branston pickle. Anyway, let's Ew. pickles in future years. I invite you to review the ESG tab on our corporate website at setaproject.com where we post updates on our ongoing projects. <sighs> Sign me up. There you go. Yay! They're saving lives. I'm glad they put that out there though. I mean, <laughs> it's like it, you know, for all yeah. the people like this stuff isn't going on. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cheers for telling us. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so I saw a super chat go past saying this is a hostage video. He's literally saying to BlackRock and and thing with you, don't tank yeah. our stock, please. Yeah. Don't tank our stock. Yep. That's what it's become. That's that's they they were able to backdoor this stuff. Vanguard, isn't it? The other one, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's bring this up then. Uh, so this is dropped from the Hollywood Reporter. Oh my god! Marvel Studios pauses Blade movie admits search for new director. The was for on the old one leaving? Is it literally because like this is not Blade? Was the idea? Well, we're like, we're never going to get a an answer as. Uh, What's the same thing that happened with uh, Multiverse that? of Madness? Isn't it? Mm -hmm. And Black Widow. It keeps yep. happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened with almost so, every single D plus show, by the way, very quietly. A lot of showrunners never wanted to return. Have we talked on this show about how Michael Waldron's got access to the two Avengers movies and a Star Wars movie, by the way? Uh, no, wow. we haven't discussed no. that, but he has. So if, if anyone's seen my video, I kind of consider him one of the worst writers in history at this point. Um, I agree. He wrote Loki and Multiverse <laughs> Madness, and he's been given mm -hmm. the next set of Avengers movies. Um, I can't help but believe at this point that it's just because of the fact that they can ring him and be like, we're starting up filming. Can you just pretend to be the writer? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'm your man. I'll do it. I'll get paid. While oh, there's these God. other people who are like, 
blade hell yeah i'll make blade i love blade then they're like you have to make it this this, this. and they're like this isn't mm. that's not blade this is you fucking it up this is, this is all wrong i'm leaving and then they're like go go ahead michael got, waldron do you mind taking over <laughs> yeah we got this great actor right to play i think he, yep. he'd be freaking great in a proper blade movie i agree he's a yep. great actor uh, but we're not tomorrow. Thing, someone being like, "Oh, we can get a new blade." It's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a, let's do it." And then it's like from Marvel, and it's like, "Oh right, yeah, hmm, never mind." <laughs> the very company that created it's like, "Yeah, can you stay away, please?" Obviously, they're not. They're not quite the company they were. Did you see uh, Werewolf by Night yet, Mahler? No, I haven't. Uh, I heard it's really good. Can get more and more recommendations. Far it's really good. <laughs> okay, like uh, I think it's. It's fine. It's the handle situation where it's just like, but compared to the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, but we can't start doing that because it just lowers standards in general. Introduce Ulysses Bloodstone by having him dead. (laughs) So, and then his daughter takes over, which it happens in the comics. Nobody knows what Bloodstone is. Okay. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, and it, it, it shot black and white. It's competently directed. I think, uh, there's some things that are like, it will be like a good, enjoyable time that you will completely forget about in 24 hours, but you'll go like that. Like as far as, but it's still probably the best thing. And it is the best thing in phase four aside from no way home, which is Sony, but it's like a serious, like six out of 10. It's like, it's all right. Okay. This is where we are now. Serious six out of ten. Wow. Uh, it came off. I thought the trailer looked. The trailer looked like it was directed by Rob Zombie. So I'm like, oh god, this is going to be bad. But no, the directing is actually pretty competent in it. So it's no She-Hulk. It's no, 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 no. It's light. It's better than She-Hulk. I already know it's not She-Hulk because the way people are talking about it, there's no way. Yeah. It's She-Hulk. Six out of ten isn't She-Hulk. No. She-Hulk <laughs> struggles to get into positive out of ten. Right. God. Any uh, so anyway, oh, nice. Marvel Studio is going to take some extra time to sharpen its blade feature uh-huh. project in the wake of parting ways with director Basim Tariq. Uh, two weeks ago, the studio is pressing pause on the vampire adventure thriller that is to star Oscar winner. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, Mahershala uh, Ali. Thank you. Ali. Marvel is, I'm, I'm, I see. I am racist, so I, I struggle with these names. Uh, Marvel is temporarily... Sorry, I was in it. Sorry, just to stop. I was in a taxi once with an Indian guy, and he was based as fuck, and it was hilarious. And so we started just talking about this, that, and the other, just everything. Uh, and uh, I mentioned about... Because there was a spree. I think it was at the time that George R.R. R. Martin got dragged over the coals for not being able to pronounce certain names. Yep. Uh, and so yeah. I... I was, about that because I think Game of Thrones was going on at the time, and uh, the, the driver was literally laughing. He said, "You," he said, "There's no way you'd be able to pronounce my surname." He said, "Because it's not something that you say every day. It's not something that you're, you're used to saying." So if I invite you around to my family, he said, "You'd never be able to pronounce any of the names. We'd have to literally like break it up syllable by syllable." It was based as fuck. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Whenever you do pronounce it correctly first time, you'll impress people. They'll be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. cool," that sort of thing. They wouldn't do that if it was normal to just say it normal for. Mm. Well, people are getting PTSD now by uh, saying the wrong name on on movie sets. So, just... there used to be fun cool. jokes. Hey, what's uh, this? Wait, 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 wait. 
That goes for any Western name, too. That's why hey, I get confused about this. Guys, what's this top article here? Marvel shifts dates for Avengers, Secret Wars, Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and Blade. So look. Oh. Because Blade... Okay. Uh, so wait, we just got the date for Deadpool. Yeah, because this, like this is a week ago. October 11th. October the 11th. Disney is shaking up its release date calendar, pushing back multiple titles including four from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> uh, Bash- oh, this is great. Uh, Bahershala. Mahershala. Mahershala. Okay, Mahershala. That's all I needed. There I just go. needed the break of the... I just needed the breaks. Mahershala Ali's... See, I'm fucking good now. Good job. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, Az. I just needed the syllables to be broken up for me. That's all I needed. <laughs> Like food. I needed somebody to cut my food for me. You're like a Ferengi. You just uh, like ever since yeah. before, yeah. back from its I needed morning. a naked woman to cut my food. Chew it up for you. They pushed it back a year. And the the the, the, the Deadpool movie that by the way overshadowed yeah. all of their announcements has already the date's already been changed. That is fucking great. <laughs> uh yeah, Mahershali's blade has moved to September the 6th, 2024. Oh, shit show. Two years away because Bye. they have no, nobody attached yeah, they, they, to they it. don't even have any project right now. Yeah. Uh back from its November the third. They thought they were gonna film and edit a fucking film in a year. Yeah, and it would have been shit. Oh, Fantastic yes. Four is pushed back to 2025. That was oh, two so, years ago. Spoilers, Gary. <laughs> Sorry, I just know. It's like, spoilers. holy shit. Uh, back from November 3rd, 2023 day, and it comes as the feature looks for a new director after splitting with... Yeah, yeah, we've been through that. The news comes after... Yes, yes, we've been through that. Let's go to this one then. The untitled Deadpool 3 is moving to November 2024. Back from September the 6th, 2024. Right, so they pushed it into the fourth quarter instead of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. That's what they've that's done with Deadpool. That's, that's actually a smart move. Uh, the films, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic Four's been pushed back several months from February uh, to February. Valentine's Day, 2025. That's a terrible release date. For the Fantastic <laughs> Four in February... Uh, back from November the 8th, 2020. Fucking up. It's never good. That oh, Fantastic shit. Four movie's never coming out. <laughs> Dude, it's not. It's no. not, is it? It's never going to fucking come out. The film, no. one of Marvel's most anticipated, has yet to cast the four leads. Uh, but one division director, Matt Shackman, attached to direct. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> You're holding. Th- Thousands of people hostage. I'm not the one holding the guns. We're holding the guns at the person who has thousands of people hostage. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to direct Fantastic Four. Great. Yep. yep. Uh, and Avengers Secret Wars, the culmination of Marvel's multiverse saga. Okay. Oh, come on. Has moved to May the 1st, 2026. Oof. <laughs> We got four years. Four fucking years. <laughs> four fucking years. Oh, well, we gotta give Michael a whole week to write. So, hey, everybody, you know? Marvel's in great shape. Marvel's just in fantastic shape, better than ever. Everybody, 
I didn't even know it was due to come out November 2025. What the fuck is that? Jeez. Hey, don't worry. The Marvels is right around the corner. <laughs> oh, no, 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 That's going to be such a movie. I have a sound oh. movie. Jeez, man. <laughs> Avengers, Ka- the Kang Dynasty remains on the docket for its original May 2025 release. <laughs> Only three years for that one, folks. Oh, the Ukrainian war might be over by then. We might be over by then. I know. Holy shit. Oh. Which is going to happen first, a nuclear annihilation or the Fantastic Four movie? I think it says that they're going to release the Planet of the Apes. I think the actual Planet of the Apes might happen. Dude, what is what, what is oh. what is phase seven gonna look like? I wonder. Oh, it's gonna look like cancer molar. It's gonna be just pure metastatized cancer. And, you know, I feel like I feel like they, they should have just. I mean, look, I saw I saw Endgame, and I I was like, this is you know what? This is not actually a good movie, but I'm very satisfied, and that was it for me. I, mm-hmm. I, I've been here for the past 10 years, past 12 years. I've seen all the movies. I've gone through all the ups and downs. And like, I've, you know, I've seen the bad movies. I've seen the good ones. Um, they, you know, they, they changed cinematic history. They, they, they did something unprecedented. Just walking in, you know, I know you got to make more money, but I kind of wish they just kind of hung it up and said, we did this thing. I know that's completely unrealistic, but, mm. you know, if they're going to, because for me, I'm like, I'm basically waiting on the X-Men at this point, but I also, given the the direction of uh, of the Rand right now, I'm just like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want them to fuck up the X Men, bro. And Dude, I just they're not going to do it. There's will. not going to be any X Men until 2027 Are at this point. Me? Well, they have oh, they haven't no. announced them yet. Right. Well, right. If we have Wolverine and Deadpool three, then that's in the MCU. I guess he'll be the first. Well, I say the first mutant. They've already had their first mutant, haven't they? But they it won't be. It won't be the X Men. It'll be the mutants. It'll be the mutants. And let's keep in kill, mind, killing the brand, kill the brand. Hollywood yep. box office worst in twenty five years over the past couple of weeks. Worst box office in in twenty five years. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And and the, did you see later in the article they're like, oh, the Furiosa prequels coming out on the Warner Brothers side. It's like who gives a fuck about the yeah. Furiosa prequel? Oh, everyone so, is excited for that, Gary. Uh, everyone. No. <laughs> someone, someone All in the, the chat. Someone in the chat said, "X them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Victoria Alonso that hates the name. She hates X Men. It's so funny. These people come in who didn't create anything. They just mm-hmm. step in. Oh, I don't like this. So change it. Like, bitch, who are you? Who are you? Nobody. Uh, they're the people who unfortunately hold the rights to the license. That's the problem. That is the big problem. That's who they is. Well, now they're experiencing big problems because there is a recession currently right now. No other people want to say it or not. And disposable income uh, isn't around like it was in that amazing Trump economy of 2019 when stupid films like Captain Marvel can make a billion dollars and uh, Lion King 
uh, live action CGI remakes of an and like could make a billion dollars. That shit's not going to happen anymore. It's just it's it's over. Uh, and they they now that they've corralled everything into their streaming services, they're getting less licensing money, and they're discovering this. And this big streaming answer isn't the answer they thought it was. So a little contraction will be uh, like uh, I saw a yellow flash video. Hail yellow flash, by the way. A video today talking about some more uh, Warner Brothers layoffs coming. What do you think the shit ain't come for Disney too? Uh, now, the, hey, they very conveniently laid off how many people mm. during, during COVID? 18,000, 20,000? Help Ooh. me. Check. It was a lot. It was a lot of fucking people they laid off during COVID uh, while they collected all that PPP money, by the way. Which they don't have to pay PPP money? You. Pew pew money as well. Pew 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 money. Yeah. Ah, uh, mine. Uh, fucking hell. Well, we were allowed to work when everybody else was locked down, like gyms and salons. Uh, but the actors in Hollywood were allowed to work. Yeah, that was such bullshit. <clears throat> oh yeah, and and they were allowed to work while the restaurant, literally a a a, a, foot, a road length away, had to shut. Mm-hmm. No, I feel and like they had their might... craft services out and everything there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. That sorry for um, uh, speaking as I'm eating, but you know, I, I do it's wonder. Not the first if that... time you're speaking with your mouth full. Let's just be honest. Oh shit! Oh my! <laughs> right, that's coming back now. <laughs> trying to come back with a rose. Yeah, uh, yes, but yeah. you know, well, you know, it was funny that now that you mentioned, and I was like, I, I, I feel like the film that As is really waiting for will be the Trantastic Four. <laughs> Uh, but i wonder if um that's my favorite character is the they them i mean the thing oh if we get like a non-binary human torch or something i mean like that would just really oh i hope so i hope so i hope so a non-binary thing would be more appropriate but um, well, well, yeah, that w- that would go against canon because in uh, in in fan forestic, uh, didn't didn't thing have a dick? Uh, oh, never mind, I forgot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but the, the whole point that, that I was making is that I wonder how many people saw that and they saw, mm-hmm. you know, all of these, mm-hmm. um, you know, Hollywood was still was still uh, operating. Um, I mean, I did I I did a the last role I ever did was um, a little guest star on the, on the Good Fight on CBS, and it was I'm like, oh well, you know, <laughs> they still got a job. That's fine. But like, I, I I'm looking at that and I'm like, I, I bet people around here are just resentful that they get to see these actors who still get to do their thing. They still get to work. You know, the the the, the I know that like there's a low level of contempt that was already there for the uh, adult pretenders, but <laughs> after after that, I'm just like, in, you know, in the, in the video that as referenced of the um, of the woman who was on camera saying like, we're doing everything that they're asking us to, to, to for quote unquote safety. But then this film set is over here, the craft mm. services and what, and whatnot aren't doing anything. But so, but I'm, I'm high risk, but they're, but they're not, there's no sense to it. And uh, it was, a re- it was a really, a really pretty disgusting display for me, to be honest with you. The good fight was interesting, uh, showing the level of TDS that was hitting that the Democratic Party at the time. Oh my God! The, the, the scene, the scene that I did, I played Malcolm X for for one scene, and so I'm in this scene with an actor playing Jesus, mm-hmm. another actor playing. Um, oh, there was some other character I don't remember, and then it was Karl Marx, and me. As I Malcolm watched X. it. 
Oh, oh, you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, I like, didn't realize it was you at the time. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I've seen it. It's yeah. It's so crazy. yeah, the, the 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 character goes. Uh, uh, he's like, he's like, what do I do about George Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a dream sequence, and that's yeah. like the whole, you know, the whole thing. So you know, I have this line about like, you know, you have to fight the oppressor. It was it was pretty cool, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, man, like Karl Marx is sitting right next to me right now. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is who they. This is who they. Um, they worship. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no shady path. Whoa. Oh man, should we? Uh, do we want to discuss rings of power yeah. at all? Sure. Sure. <laughs> somebody. somebody said, sorry. Somebody said Clifton should have played Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one, eh? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Hey, he's not. He's not defined by his whiteness, Clifton. Yeah, I guess not. Mm-hmm. No, he's def- never mind. No, it was. Oh, that's what it was. It was, it was Frederick. <laughs> it was Frederick Douglass, and and Jesus, and Karl Marx, and Malcolm X in this one scene, this dream sequence. It was hilarious. That was funny. I remember that. God, was it? What was? What would Karl do? He was. Uh, he. Oh, because he had some lines about that. Uh, he's like, uh, you know, they were talking about, you know, what do I do about George Floyd, uh, the actor named Niambi Niambi, who was a year ahead of me at uh, at conservatory. And he was like, he's like, no, the, the, the violence is, it's not the racial. It's just about the class war, you know. And, and you know, the character's like, no, I'm not trying to hear that. You know, it, the, the scene was basically about listening to Malcolm X confirm this character's biases about, uh, about, uh, wow. about the oppressors. It was really, it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that is... But you know, a few thousand bucks for uh for who, one day works not bad. I wonder hey, yeah. if the writers were on that show. Oh, you can look them up on IMDb somewhere. <laughs> they, they're, they're listed there somewhere. They probably because I mean, it's well, it's, it's episodic television, you know. So it can <laughs> yeah. be the, the 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 good wife, the, the the other one was a really good show, and then it it was interesting because the politics changed, and then the good fight kind of reflected on what was happening and the amount of TDS that was setting in. At the time, it it kind I thought it, it dropped off this like the series as a whole, but it was um, but it was good. It was a good reflection on what they will do. Like they will become evil themselves, basically to to stop what what will happen. It was pretty interesting. So rings of power, rings of power. Wow. We got one more week. We got one more week. Well, and probably a little bit afterwards, but then it's this thing is down the memory hole, dude. Until it comes back. But two more years, though, right? Two. Through the throat and out the mouth. It'll yeah. come out when Fantastic Four comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, they've just started filming season two. Yep. So nothing's been done because they literally started a couple of days ago. So likely two years until the next season. Do you think, before we go into the episode, do you think they are going to make any course... We know that they're bringing in named, you know, character Tolkien characters for season two. Kieran. But do you think it will come at the cost of any of the original characters they created? And no. do you think they'll be doing any course correcting, mm. even if it's stealth? Yes. They will be doing some course correcting. It, it it's gonna be it's gonna play out just like Star Trek Discovery did, which basically rebooted rebooted its series every season because it was like because everybody hated the previous season before and believe me more people were watching star trek discovery in season one and two than are now 
and and that Star Trek Discovery always fell down the same trap and just did the same fucking thing every series. Yeah, big galactic events. Uh, the shit didn't make sense. Remember the seven points of light that were hundreds of thousands of light years apart, but everybody could see them simultaneously in a science Obviously. fiction show. Oh, that's bad yeah. re- reboot for you, though, isn't it? That's, well, that's the, I got, I got that quote the... with JJ saying, Star Wars isn't a science lesson. It's like, okay. <laughs> so when do you adhere to physics? When you want to? Or the no. kid that screamed, and because he screamed, he blew up every active warp engine in the universe! Because he was born next to, like, so dilithium crystals are what powered <laughs> warp engines, and he was born next to them, so it got into his DNA, so when he missed his mommy and screamed, it blew up all the fucking ships. That's not how dilithium works! That means, because that means I was, I lived near uh, San Onofre nuclear power plant that somehow all the nuclear energy got into me, and when I got upset, I blew up all the nuclear fucking subs in the ocean. It's the same shit. It's so stupid. <laughs> no, but only if they were turned on though only if, if they, they were weren't turned on, on you were fine yeah <clears throat> wow that was some that was some shit so literal dog shit it's like the same and by the way i would i i, I bet you bet you these guys worked on star trek discovery a little bit i'm sure they did it feels like they did so yeah they're going to retool everything without admitting any defeat they're going to keep these morons on and you'll see characters like, uh, I don't think they're going to get rid of um, Don Lemonless. I think they're going to keep him around. But I watch for Guy Ladriel to drastically change. <laughs> and by next season, and all of a sudden, she'll be smiling and angelic. She's going to be feminine. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Unless they do the doubling down. <clears throat> well, they might. They talked about in that article. They have. They said, well, we're at a photo shoot, and she's got her quiver of arrows. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Oh, God. Guy Ladriel has her quiver of arrows? He's going to be a woodland elf now? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Like, she's referring to herself as a soldier. I mean, this is like the Virgin Mary training Spartans and going out and fighting with them or whatever. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Well, they said that she has a golden cl- crown of hair because she was a, a golden cock. I thought you were going to say. I was going to say probably. <laughs> so they no. absolutely warped and misinterpreted that when she com- she would she would compete physically compete in like sport in like uh, they never said sparring. It was a- <laughs> whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but they misinterpreted that quote like they've misinterpreted every quote, and I will just respond. Uh, where did Tolkien specifically state that she fought oh. in a battle and a war in armor? That's on them to prove and not just like misinterpret a couple of words from some letters. He didn't say she didn't do all of those. Exactly. Things. Mm-hmm. That's the and, answer. And let's not forget the quote that they're that they're using is from a book they don't have the rights to. End of story. They have rights to the appendices. Only. Yeah, right. So, just to clarify, because I've been trying to uh, explain that to some people when I come past it, but I just want to make sure it's right. So, what do they have entirely? What do they have access to entirely? Is it just the appendices? No, it's it's a uh, Hobbit, um, the Lord of the Rings books. So they can use any references from the Second Age in those books, like stories being told, like Gilgalad and stuff, and the appendices. But like so the book, can, of it. they can fuck with the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings in terms of like they can remake them if they wanted to. Uh, that's questionable. 
they have rights to to put to put stuff information from those books in their second age story. I do not believe Amazon can re they could probably remake the Hobbit. There's an argument there because they own MGM now. Uh, but Warner Brothers still has a stake in this. They cannot remake Lord of the Rings right now. They can't. No way. Warner Brothers would sue the shit out of them. I hope so. You know they want to. Oh, Warner Brothers is America's dumbest company. They've they've had. <laughs> I mean, no, it's in the DC universe. <laughs> I know, right? Like they're America's dumbest fucking company. They're billions of dollars in debt because they're fucking stupid. They've had access to this stuff forever, and they, like they didn't do something as simple as releasing Fellowship on the twentieth anniversary and doing a big thing. You could have made tons of money from that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and you know we got the two towers coming up and uh, the anniversary coming up in a couple of months, and then there's the return of the game. Maybe they'll figure it out by then. Uh, but like, you know, there's, there's tons of love for Lord of the Rings. So this thing had tons of goodwill going in, uh, un unlike house of the dragon, which did not, mm -hmm. which clearly did not have goodwill going in and they had to earn a ton of it back. Um, it, it's, it's, this thing's done. It, it is fucking done. I don't care what they do <clears throat> now that it would probably have a chance if they retooled everything, fired everybody and came out with it in about a year and a half but two and a half years with the same people it's fucking done it's done i don't see i don't see because this is going to end terribly as we, <laughs> as we well, know well we know the very ending what happens before the very ending it's it's a lot of what we just saw in the last episode it's hmm. arriving in numenor it's a lot of a lot of just fucking busy work. That's all it is. Uh, you know, we've, we've do the, uh, does feminine speak a line of dialogue? They do. They speak a line yeah. of dialogue. Yeah. Cause they, cause they talk to the stranger. Cause they think the stranger, cause they, at the beginning, I think at the beginning of this episode, the next episode, they arrive, uh, they've caught up to the stranger and they sort of like, uh, get, you know, profess fealty to them because they, think it's on to say lords they do speak because they said like they say lord sauron you know we we present ourselves to your lord and then he's, then he's kind of like i ain't not sauron and then they go ah and then yeah. they go ah and then hobbits come in and they fucking kill one so fucking yes and then sorry harfoots um do they kill them by giving them disease because they're disgusting no, they shoot them with a fucking arrow. <laughs> like right they should. In the heart. They get it right in there. They get <laughs> that fucking stick <laughs> right in that fucking little <laughs> twat. <laughs> why did, why did Disa turn into... Oh, sorry, sorry, Gary, sorry. No, it's all right. I was just doing my bad stage Irish. Well, we'll get to Disa. We'll, we'll get to Disa. We'll get, we'll get to Disa. Uh, so, yeah, so there's... And then... He's like, I ain't Sauron. And they're like, oh. But, see you then. <laughs> oh dearie me. But then we find out who is Sauron. But but Gary, yeah. I've been I've been told that they don't actually know the identity of the wizard guy. So it's possible that they could change their mind and turn it into whoever they want basically next season because that's not going to be revealed. Is that they true? They kept it nebulous because they don't have the rights. Well, for one, you can't call him Gandalf because that name does not even apply to him in the Second Age. Mm -hmm. Like That's a third age name. That is something he gets when he arrives 
in the third age. So he has other names they can use. It could be other names for the blue. It could be, I, I think they're keeping it open. And by the way, we don't find out this season. Right. We don't see rings of power. We don't find out who the stranger is. Um, we we know he's the wizard. We get confirmation he's a wizard. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 don't, we, get, we don't hear Sauron's name spoken. There's just, it's an inference at the end. So imagine how pissed off people are going to be with that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, do you think that because obviously Totes not Sauron said I'm basically Sauron? Because I could give the, the line. Do you want the line? Yeah. Sure. Uh, the line is, um, I have been awake since before the breaking of the first silence. In that time, I have had many names. So... So Why, is he forced to reveal himself or something in a scene? Well, yeah, it, it's okay. It seems like his reveal is really fucking lame. Uh, because when he's a, I think he, I don't know if he's gone to Linden or wherever. Where's he? Yeah. Where's he? Yeah, yeah he's, that's where they're going. Well, I mean, he was on the brink of death, so he's on yeah. a Fortnite ride up to Linden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's, he's taking the Fortnite horsey ride up to Linden. <laughs> And then one of the characters, I don't know, I, I, I don't know who, but one of the characters or there's information which is provided said, he's not, he's not king of the Southlands. This guy, that's that, that Halbrand guy, he's not king of the Southlands. So Galadriel, Galadriel, my girl, who I haven't fucking watched an episode of, uh, she confronts Sauron, totes not Sauron, and he says that and then deuces out. So how do they know he's not the king? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I Probably just know that he's, he's so I can hold on. Uh we'll find out in a couple so of days. We're Did not gonna get a song that's like it oh, was Sauron. Yeah, right. Guy Ladriel has how brand investigated. What that oh, means, no idea. Okay. So it's the CSI CSI Halbrand. Oh, okay. I'm guessing yeah. Elindiel is probably going to figure She's, it out somehow. is a bunch I, of uh, fake Numenorians and then decides to have them investigated. Like, didn't mm. bother doing that beforehand. Like, maybe the, betting. Well, there was, in all fairness, there was a tempest in her, Gary. Yeah, there, there was, was a tempest in her. In tempest. all fairness, he, the sea's always right and she got rescued by Did him. Did you see the. Did you see the video of Queen uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, the the Queen Elizabeth movie, and um, the comparison between that and Lord yeah, yeah, of the Rings, yeah, basically, where yeah. they stole. I didn't they see it. The they stole the line. They basically stole the "I'm a Tempest," but you know it was done way better with Kate Blanchett. Oh. But they basically somebody clearly watched that to see. To see when Kate Blanchett was more of a warrior woman, uh, and then she does this, uh, the she does her version of like the Tempest line when she like basically some men tell her to fuck off, and then she's just like, I ain't, I ain't this, you know, I have a thing in me, and then it shows. I could bring that up if you want. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember that. It was it was a it was a it was a good thing. Um, but yeah, she has him investigated, and then they come. They invest the results of the one episode investigation. 
<laughs> and there's no like action. Uh, there's no battle. There's no, no, no nothing. The skirmish, the skirmish in the dirt pit, pit was the battle. Yeah. I, 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 I think people hung on. And then they saw the pyroclastic flow, and they're just like, I'm out, dude. This is <laughs> it. Fuck this that. This is stupid. This is stupid. And it was. This is just silly. This is and silly it, now. And the beauty of House of the House of the Dragon coming out simultaneously and just being so fucking good. It's <laughs> it couldn't have happened better. Like, to be honest with you. Uh, it, it was it, it's really played out kind of like as the universe tends to unfold as it should. Yeah. You start recognizing good versus bad. And uh wow. Oh, and did hold on, can we hold on? I gotta I gotta right. We've been dealing with a lot of shit. So uh let's let's actually watch something positive. I'm being legit, by the way. That is wrong. <laughs> by the way. That's I, I think <laughs> it's Clifton Karma. <laughs> it's Clifton Farazon. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, but it fires on his cow mark. So yes, it is. it's going to be announced uh, next season casting. There is some yeah. mixed metaphors going on there, but no, that's not what I was uh, going to show. I'm legit <laughs> going to show something that is uh, really fucking cool. And I think if you haven't seen this, Gary, I think you're going to like it a lot. Helmet from Lord of the Rings, and uh, oh, I've got one of those. I have to say, uh, can't hear it. You know. It's an absolute no work of art made by Richard. Is there no sound? No, it's really low. Uh, oh, that's just shitty. Detail is extraordinary. I, mean, I can hear it. Stop talking. Necessarily register in the film, but uh, you know, it just sort of shows you, I guess, the dedication and commitment of uh, those guys that um, you know they went to such extraordinary lengths to really make that world um, so rich and detailed and. Um, we can see a little engraving on the back there. Um, yeah, so this was very grateful to, obviously, to Peter Jackson and Fran uh, uh, to have cast me in that film. And so just something that's very special and, and uh, dear to me and, and one of the most amazing experiences. So to have this as a, a little memento of that uh, means the world to me. This is my Aww. Wow. That's awesome. Well, he sold it in that movie. He was great. Man. Yeah. They all were. They were like, yeah. who wasn't great in that movie? Everybody was great. Everybody was great. Uh, the people that, that are now wearing t shirts that somebody's making a profit off for race painting. Yeah, but they were still great in that movie. Mm -hmm. I know, I know, <laughs> but it's just it's just sad to see um I know, I know how low you can you can fucking fall or how indoctrinated you can get. Yeah. Which yeah. is probably more sellouts. Yeah, I'm still gonna find this. Uh, sorry, I just saw that in my history, Gary, and I thought, you know, it's probably good. That was cool. For, uh, Thanks for sharing. Show. that. because uh, I watched that the other night, and I was just like, "Fuck, I needed to see this." Um, is it La Atlanta Cutlery? I think, uh, or Master Replica. I can't I can't remember who did the helmet. I think it was, but that, that uh, wet, like, uh, wet, uh, Weta Studios. Is it Weta? Yeah. yeah, I've got one, and it's it's fucking brilliant. Like it is, it looks exactly like it does in the film. 
I've got a Theoden helmet. I've got it because I'm all about the Rohirrim. Uh, yeah. Mirror helmet. Theoden sword, which I'm going to show off uh, in the finale. I might even put on my Sauron helmet <laughs> for the finale <laughs> Thursday. It's big. Uh, we should, should we should really dress up for Friday night times, you know. Um, maybe. I, like this Friday? Yeah, for the, it's the last episode, isn't it? Yeah. Shad will be ready. We know Shad will always be oh, ready. Shad, Shad, oh, brilliant. Okay, I found a video. Purely because I couldn't find it in my history, so I had to do it this way. So let's... Um... Yeah, how's your history looking, by the way? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to put the link uh, to this video yeah, in the, the description because uh, I want the guy to get credit, obviously, because uh, he's got eight and a half thousand views on this. Watch this video, people. Give him a give him a boost on this video, please. Watch this video fully because I'm just going to show a specific part. And, uh, you know, if you like what you see from him, hit the sub on him. But, uh, you know... Uh, show him some love. At the very least, go on, smack that like button on it. Show him some love. Show him that view and show him some love. Because this is interesting. Uh, so, let's bring this on here. So, this is from Kate Blanchett's Elizabeth, the Golden Age. A hurricane within her that will resist what is coming. Tell Philip, I fear neither him, nor his priest, nor his armies. There is a wind coming, madam. That will sweep away your pride. I too can command the wind, sir! I have a hurricane in me that will strip Spain bare if you dare to try me! Compare that with this exchange between rival girl boss characters and rings of power, where the Queen Regent raises the metaphorical notion that Galadriel, much like her earlier literal circumstances, may be grasping for a handhold in a tempest, to which Galadriel retorts, maintaining the metaphor, that there is a figurative tempest within her. Or are you a castaway, grasping for a handhold in a tempest? There is a tempest in me. It swept me to this island for a reason. Yeah, it's a bit cunt. Uh, <laughs> 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 I felt the same way watching it. It's really good. Hold great. on. He says what? Red lame pastiche of the former language in Elizabeth the Golden Age. Ooh. Part of the. Ooh. So watch. I put the link in the uh, in the chat. Uh, I'll drop it again now. Please uh, go open up another tab, folks. Watch the whole video. It's a good video. Um, you know, like, I, I I haven't watched. Um, any of the rings of power. Uh, I, I have watched a ton of videos about each episode of the rings of power. It's really interesting, but you know, I, I just got to say, man, just from, from an acting perspective, did you see how much regality and how much gravitas and how much size Kate Blanchett had? Yep. Did you see, just, I mean, yeah. when, when she says I have, you know, this storm inside of me, you see it. She is able to convey that. I believe that she has that within her. She has that power. I'm watching these other two actors uh, in the rings of power and there's, there's, there, there's no charisma. There's no kid shouting at the dad with it. Yeah, there's sure of it themselves sort of thing. There's something that's just that's oh. missing about it. And um, there's no like, I mean, I saw in the in the freeze frame that Clive Owen was also in that film with with Kate yeah. Blanchett, another mm -hmm. great actor. Oh you yeah, know, this is 
so you know because i had heard that the acting on on rings of power isn't that good and um i'm watching it and i feel bad because i don't want to talk about people's performances and work but the, the fact of the matter is that they didn't give themselves that job so again that comes from the top that's people who are saying like we want to hire the, the you know they they had to they had to have auditioned countless actors for each of these roles from around the world now because now what you do because everything is so digital and it's way easier now frankly you put yourself on tape and you send it off to the casting uh, or your own agent and they send it off to the casting director or whatever. Um, you know, and then if they like you, they call you back and yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, how many people did they see for this? And then this, these are the people that, 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 that they decided on. Um, it's, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, what to say about that. So like, there's nothing in that scene that compelled me. Like, I don't believe you have a tempest in you. I feel like you're having kind of a tantrum as yes. opposed to Kate Blanchett, <laughs> who was just like, she like she will kick she my was ass. Mad. Yeah, she was angry. She was, <laughs> yeah. angry. she was, you know, fuck you. You know, there's a hurricane inside Fucking of me. me bitch. And then, yeah. You, yeah, you, I think your analogy's perfect. She was literally like a petulant baby in Rings of Power. Mm -hmm. I, have a, I, have a, I have a tempest in me. And with her like, face is no. all fucking quivering. And oh, fuck off, Karen. She didn't, she didn't seem confident in the delivery. Uh, that's what I'm saying. There, there's yeah. like no sort of, um, it wasn't believable. I don't, I don't believe you. That's the thing. Yeah. And people talk about, you know, a good performance versus a bad performance. I mean, I may start making videos about this kind of stuff to kind of demonstrate to people. Um, it's not really about, you know, good or bad. Most of the time it's about what's convincing and what's not, you know, because you can have an actor who's not like the greatest actor. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is convincing as the Terminator. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone is convincing as Rocky. Um, but that, I mean, Kate Blanchett, I mean, I... I her as Hela was my favorite part of, of Thor Ragnarok. I thought she was so, she was chewing that scenery like she was sure. starving to death. And, mm -hmm. you know, but she was like, she was large and, and evil and dark and sexy and fun. And I, I was like, you're having, a, I could tell she was having the time of her life as an actor. And by the way, she came from the stage. So that, that goes to show you right there, the kind of training that's, that, um, that you can get mm -hmm. when you work in that capacity. And I just... I, I mean, I see it a lot now, man. I'm like, these people aren't getting hired because they're appealing in any sort of a way. They're just, just sort of boring I, and bland. I don't, I don't. But I think that, in Rings of Power, one of the reasons why the the acting is so poor is because the men aren't allowed to be men. They're all yeah. fucking. They're all inoffensive femi boys. The elves are complete and utter fem boys, uh, and even <laughs> characters like uh, Ellen Deal isn't allowed. To, to assert uh, himself as the leader of the fucking armies of Numenor and his son, again, son is portrayed in a femi way. It's a very feminine, uh, you know, sorry, ladies, didn't mean to speak. I hear you're speaking. N none of, there's no masculinity in the show. It's completely devout of it. And even Halbrand, who you could argue is the most masculine Ain't that fucking masculine because he's not been allowed to do anything. Well, you know, it, it's a very, and I was thinking about this the other day. It is a very explicitly anti-male, anti-masculine uh, uh, industry right now. Mm -hmm. um, whether you're talking about the theater industry in New York or in L.A., you know, anything that a man is, anything a man does, anything that might give any sort of um, uh, credence to the sort of unique strengths that a that a man could bring they they don't want that and it's ironic because when you think about it um 
what they're really saying. Oh my God, no, are you kidding me? Oh, no. I hate that so much. Ah, uh, speaking of speaking of an act, you know, Angela Lansbury, people know her for murder. She wrote, she had a long, long, illustrious stage career mm. and film career. Yeah. She is one of the greatest actresses that, that lived, singer, actor, dancer. She did it all. She did all of it. Um, these are the kind of people that are passing on now, but now we have to settle for these kinds of assholes who get hired in these really bad shows. Um ah, that, oh that, that I'm crushed by that news. That's terrible. Sad, very, very Rest sad. In peace. Rest great. in peace, Angie. Rest in I know peace. I don't want to sound yeah, make yeah, this yeah. sound trite at all, but I, I mean, as a kid, Murder She Wrote was just I love Murder, absolute must-see TV. Yeah, oh, yeah must-see. It was fantastic. <clears throat> so God, Murder She Wrote is classic. Yeah. Then Rest you know you see, saw in early you know earlier stuff, but uh, yeah. Oh, a funny one. And since this term okay. is being used a lot lately, she was uh, one of her first roles. I think was in a was in a movie called Gaslight. And oh. she played she played a she played a maid in that film, and she's she's sardonic, she's funny, you know. It's a it's a black and white film, and that's where that's where the term gaslighting came from. It's a it's a film about this um this married couple, and the 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 husband is literally gaslighting his his wife and trying and driving her crazy. And uh, Angela Lansbury is the is the, uh, is the maid in that film. It's so good if you want to go back and uh, if you go back and watch it, but. Oh, man. He's in one of the best Danny Kaye movies of all time, The Court Jester. Mm. Mm. Freaking great movie. Hilarious movie. I've never seen it. 1955. It's freaking great. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, sorry. I was just saying, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A very, it's a very anti-male industry. And I think, you know, it's so fascinating to watch it because uh, I mean it goes back to what we were talking about with Black Panther, or you know, or how they had to ruin Thor and the Hulk uh, in in uh, Avengers oh. Endgame. When I, when I saw depressed, you know, fat Thor as a joke, I'm like nobody wants to see Thor as that. That's not Thor. He is no. a, he's he is a he is. I the re I love Thor. I, I began to read um, some of his comics, and I didn't expect that I would like Thor as much as I did. But there's he's he's heroic. He's brave. His heart is always in the right place. That's why he can lift M uh, Mjolnir because he's worthy mm. of 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 lifting the hammer. Um, you know, he might he might not be the sharpest tool in the shed. He he might be rash sometimes, but he's always fighting on the side of good, and he's powerful. And he beds all the women. There's so many. There's so many uh, great sort of panels in these um, in these runs where you have women who are like, I would love to take him home for a night. It's like it's so it's so built in. He's like this sort of ideal masculine character and hero. And you can't have that right now. Not not in, not in Hollywood. You can't do that. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see if Blade, if it ever comes out, um, how how that's going to turn out, because Wesley Snipes, I mean, who's wearing, uh, you know, who's had a transformation himself. But. I mean, Wesley, I mean, wow. Wesley Snipes, who was like one of the biggest action stars of the 90s, you know, so we, and we were supposed to like not remember that for some reason. I mean, you know, the guy was a great actor and a great mover and a, and like a convincing fighter. And like, are, are do do we really expect that we, we're going to have a character that's as, as um, that's going to be as just ah, as, as uh, Wesley Snipes' blade was? I don't know, man. And Mahershala Ali, you know, he's a great mm. actor. You know, we had we had the same training background. He, he, he can do it. He just needs the, the people to to write it. Writers but, and yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Clifton, I think the. Go on, go on, you go. Uh, to your point, too, uh, with regards to how men are being treated in Hollywood, I, I think it's kind of a mix in a way because I really do feel that the feminine energy is also being 
completely destroyed and they're portraying actual female characters as men because they they want to destroy both they want to blur the lines because like for example with the whole i joan thing clifton like you know that whole like you, you have a historical female uh person that is now being represented by something that's neither and it's it's crazy and the same thing with gladriel and rings of power and how she's being represented as uh, like instead of being this feminine mother uh this this ethereal wife. woman wife mother uh person she's being represented as someone who should be masculine and a fighter and a warrior and and, and all these different masculine traits and i think that it's it's really both it's, it's going hand in hand and in, in, in destroying this culture and the, and there's a reason for all of it and mm -hmm. And it's, and it's a you, dark reason. I'll tell you something else too. When I've had, you know, my my actor friends, actress friends, um, push back on me on this. I'm like, I'm like, what, what they're gonna start doing now? They're gonna start talking about beauty privilege. Mm. And so you're gonna start seeing <laughs> they're gonna, you're gonna start seeing mm. a bunch of um uh goblins getting cast, and then those movies are gonna tank <laughs> because what because what what Hollywood figured out long, long ago is, is that <laughs> mm, yeah. mm, love scenes. Uh, what what Hollywood figured? Oh, out oh, 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 no, no, no! Is that people will pay money to see attractive people on the screen? They could be if they're funny, they're charismatic. You know, that's one thing. It's typically for the guys, but you know, for the but you know, it also applies to the women. And you know, even women want to go see beautiful women in, in, in the cinema. So that's that's going to be the next thing. It's like it's not just that we're going to. Um, we're going to uh, denigrate women by making them mediocre versions of men. Yes. We're going to we're going to <laughs> have a bunch of like yeah, for Not the sake women. of inclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot yeah. Of, I mean a lot of the action heroes from yesteryear, <clears throat> should we just say, because mm. it's I don't think it's applicable today. A lot of them were sort of a little bit blank slatey because the whole point was the escapism that you could put yourself into that character, not self-insert, but you could you could put yourself into the, what was going on, and so you'd you'd have these sort of well, what we call you know generic action heroes, uh, and that allowed you to kind of live out the power fantasy, the hero fantasy, uh, because this was meant to be escapism. This was meant to take you away for a couple of hours of fun. Uh, and before you went back to your real life. Now, all we hear from Hollywood is, we need it to reflect current day. We need it to reflect the Biden administration, which is amazing. And we need it to reflect how bad Trump was, who's Hitler. You know, oh, that's all we get. So all this, and <laughs> it's not entertainment. They even stopped saying entertainment. We get, we know, we've had the, they've used the word edutainment. Yeah. Because, mm, they, yeah. because they think they are, this is the form that we're educating you, okay? We're telling you. And instead of allowing you, which good good TV shows do, good movies do, is to allow you to think for yourself, present you with certain aspects, and allow you to draw your own conclusions, now we're, we're having these edutainments which are telling us how we should think, telling us how we should be feeling about this. And one of those assaults has been on masculinity i don't think there's anything i don't think toxic masculinity exists I, I think that's just bullshit it's a it's a bullshit name which has actually been constructed 
uh, about masculinity. So you put toxic in front of it because you want to demonize masculinity. So that's what they've done with that. But as Nina was alluding to, what they've done, though, is they've taken away femininity as well. And they deem femininity to be weak, which in itself is inherently sexist. It's a sexist, yeah. Yes, but they but they don't seem to understand the, the dichotomy that they've got themselves into there. And now we're seeing women being transplanted with what they would deem toxic masculinity, what normal people, I think, would just deem masculinity. So now women are existing these masculine traits. The men are existing these feminine traits. Mm-hmm. And and it's just all wrong. The, the normal person going to the cinema or the normal person watching the TV show is just like, this doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense because they've gone complete reversals on the gender norms. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having gender norms because males bring things to the table. Females bring things to the table. Sometimes they cross-pollinate. Other times they don't. There can be great strength as we saw in Elizabeth with how she projected, because Queen Elizabeth was a real fucking person, Queen Elizabeth I, leading Britain at a time where, of course, it was male-dominated. So to have this woman on the throne, and and how, you know, there are various aspects about Elizabeth I, but she, one thing you can't say is that she wasn't a strong leader, at least the way that she exerted herself and exerted her authority. And that just, I know that was a fictional, you know, you know, it's obviously fiction because you don't know exactly what was said but the way that they displayed that with Kate Blanchett Kate Blanchett you know stuffed it to the the Spaniards and of course the British British beat the Spaniards uh even though the Spaniards had a much greater and uh bigger navy than than we did um so there's 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 all these aspects that they can bring but somehow we are literally reverted to and I'll, I'll use what you said, Clifton, the way that you saw uh Galadriel. Uh it, it's now tantrum, it's childish. We now have this child Lord of the Ring. This this no, sorry, I'm so sorry for saying that. Rings of power <laughs> feels like it's a child's production. The 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 mm. verbiage is childish, the acting is infantile, the characterization is a non-existent in most characters. And then when a character is allowed to actually have any agency, which is Guy Ladriel, she Mm -hmm. acts like a petulant child, Mm -hmm. like a child that always has to get one up on whoever's speaking to her. Mm -hmm. Somebody that when um, they they want to talk about about a certain uh, aspect, she has to say to them, I am better than you at this aspect, literally in the show. So... It, it, it comes across as infantile. This whole show is infantile. Written by children for child minds uh, and directed in a childish way. It's so flat. The whole show is so flat. The, the most dynamicism we've seen in it so far is, is in episode six where they dare to have a couple of Dutch angles. Other than that, it's flat, flat, flat. And the only time it isn't flat is when it reverts to the CGI, when it does its sweeping landscapes. So that the whole thing is just, it just doesn't compute as entertainment. It doesn't compute as anything that is interesting, that has characters that you can actually invest in. I, and I don't say this because I don't like the show. I don't like the show, but I couldn't give a shit 
if Muriel died, Elendil died, Isildur died, Galadriel died, Halbrand died, uh, Durin the th uh, fourth died, uh, Disa died. I couldn't care because there's been nothing, nothing in the show whatsoever to to allow me to relate and empathize with these characters because the writing is so fucking basic and the characterization is so non-existent. Well, and, and, and also going on to your point, it, it, all the good and evil is mixed up. Like, so it, again, they're blurring the lines with what is supposed to be good and what is supposed to be evil. So you don't know who to root for. Even like when it came to Disa and her character change, like even the one character that we were like, oh, she's, she's somewhat okay. And all of a sudden it's like, no, she's not. She's just this crazy old person and juxtaposed with this show then you have also she-hulk going on at the same time where she-hulk is also doing the same thing just like projecting this vapid uh projection of the uh, the person the people who are writing it onto these characters and making it think like oh evil is good and and good is evil now and it's it, it well with you Deezer, know there's just, sorry just very quickly clifton just to respond to the dc thing with the Deesa thing, though, Nina, I honest to God think it's just really bad writing. I agree. Because there, because there is no characterization. I, I agreed with you. I agree with you. Sorry. Yes. Well, what I was going to say is that um, I think, <clears throat> well, first of all, going back to the idea of um, of edutainment, mm. um, when I was, I, uh, I did uh, the podcast with, with Douglas Murray, and he mentioned that this theater critic uh, in London named Lloyd Evans, and he made... A, a brilliant comment, which which he applied to theater, but I think it also applies uh, to, to cinema as well. And he said, you know, the theater they've they've turned it in. They think that it's a think tank, as opposed to <laughs> a place where you go, you know, to be moved by something. And I think, but I think on an even deeper level, uh, you know, we're talking about being a feeling distant from characters, not being able to invest in them, feeling alienated. And I think part of that it ties into um, what we're talking about in terms of that, you know, they're, they're trying to blur the lines of, uh, you know, between good and evil. It made me think of like the Punisher, for instance. And uh, you, you mentioned Garth Ennis earlier. I, lo I love Garth Ennis's Punisher. And when, one of the things I see in, in all those stories is uh, there's always another character. Like, I mean, Punisher, I mean, he's he is the hero, but there's always a character who looks at what Punisher does and says, that is, that's beyond the pale. I don't like what you do that like you, you get you're getting results but this is wrong so there's always somebody there to let you know like what you're doing is you're going too far and so it's one thing you can have an anti-hero but you know we have to recognize that there is still you have to name what the bad actually is you know and but I, on, on a deeper level i think what it is is that um you know they're they're trying to subvert all these norms and expectations but what it does is that it creates these character uh, archetypes that we can't recognize as people mm -hmm. we don't recognize what any of these people are like even even like consciously we don't recognize it but i also think subconsciously we're just like this is this doesn't feel right mm -hmm. and i can't invest in this and the irony of all of that is that the more you try to the more you try to queer everything up or you know gender bend or whatever it, it just becomes boring. And and so then when you actually do have a performer or a character who comes in who is a part of one of those minorities, then it can actually be unique and have more impact. Um, and you can take advantage of of that. But now if everyone, I mean, if everyone is quote unquote special, then nobody is. And exactly. I'm not gonna, and they're gonna be less memorable. Um, it's just, it's like, it's just basic stuff, you know? And it goes back into this idea of, um, 
you know, it, it being very infantile and childish. And part of the reason I think uh, is that you increasingly have people who come out of like programs or they come out of, uh, you know, MFA programs, writer programs or whatever, uh, who they're looking at the masters of old, so to speak. I mean, even the word master now is considered racist. Uh -huh. but, you know, if you, sorry, but if you don't, you don't have to like their work, but you still, I think you need to study, you know, Sophocles and Euripides and, and Aeschylus and, you know, Chekhov and Shakespeare, all that stuff, because they were masters of their craft. And you can take what they created. You can take the good and, and refashion it to do, you know, whatever it is that you do, but just keep it grounded in strong story craft. You can put your politics into it. Just don't let it overwhelm the story craft. And you might even change some minds, but they can't, they don't have the, they don't have the, the, the basic craft, the foundational craft. They don't have life experience. They, they're, 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 they're shallow people. Even in, the, even, um, in actor training, you know, we could, we, um, when I was in conservatory, we had the, uh, the uh, opportunity to watch prospective students audition for the program. And you would see the faculty, they would say, you know, increasingly, we, we just we're seeing less, fewer and fewer people who, I mean, they're, they're bright, they're shiny, they're nice looking, but there's no sort of substance there. And, you know, what we want to see as audience members is what, you know, all the cracks in the facade. We, we want to see the flaws. That's who, that's what we relate to, unless it's like an idealized character. I mean, but even Superman, you know, I mean, we, we need to see something, some, yeah. some, mm -hmm. some kind of cracks there to, to be able to relate to the guy. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a whole maybe You're it's a generational so right, thing Clifton. or something. You're so right, because uh, and going on to this point, because they they keep saying they want to make characters that you can see yourself in, but they're doing the exact opposite because we used to be able to see ourselves in all of these very complicated characters because they were complicated because humans are complicated. And we identified with those characteristics of all these different complications that you know, go on within a character. But now they're like, oh, we're going to make this character represent you so that you can see yourself on screen. But only on the surface, because they're going to just look like you. On the surface, they're going to look like you. But inside, we're just left wondering, well, I can't identify with any of this because that's not how I think. That's not how I feel. But I'm I'm supposed to feel and think this way because they want to educate you to think the way that they do. And if you don't, then it's wrong think and you're going to get canceled. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to see everything. You just mm -hmm. have to see certain things that you can pick from it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, um, one of my teachers once said, and it sounds counterintuitive, but she was absolutely right. It's like, you know, the more personal something is, the more universal it becomes. So if these people mm -hmm. would sit there and just write, you know, you can, you can, I mean, there's a, uh, uh, an interesting film that came out some years ago called Gun Hill Road. And it's a, it's a coming of age story about this young boy who is trans, who is transitioning into a girl. And it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you see him stumble through these relationships. You you know, he has a he has a, a, a tumultuous family life at home. There's moments of levity. There's so, but it, it doesn't beat you over the head with like you must embrace these people. It shows you a young kid who is coming of age and going through, you know, and going through all the stuff that we went through as kids, except you know, sort of in a and you know, in certain ways. Um, but that's what that's what makes a character relatable. Is that I I can recognize myself as an awkward teenager. You know, I, I can recognize myself as a kid who's fighting with with his parents. Mm -hmm. um, it's stuff like that 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 will make your story resonate. And even then, you know, you might have to just accept that. Um, I mean, I feel bad about the the whole bros thing because maybe it's a funny movie. But the fact of the matter is that, um, you know, it's only going to appeal to a small number of people. Um, but maybe, you know, 
maybe that's just the long and the short of it. And that's what's, what it's going to be like. If you're putting out a, a, a product to appeal to a certain audience, it's going to be that. But that's sort of beside the point. Um, it's just, oh, I don't know. I kind of went, on, went off on a tangent there. But write better. Be better. I completely agree with you. There, there's ahead. a point where you ex expect normal evolution and not seeing the world for what it is. With the Bros movie, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if these fools thought, like, all of a sudden America's, like, 50% gay. It's yeah. not. It never will be. It, it, and you can't be. Mm. You can't have civilization uh, like that. We need to procreate. There's, they want it to be. Well, yeah. you know what, though? Because people in the chat are pointing this out. People in the chat are pointing this out, though. I mean, like, Kajafo back in the day did well. You know, people saw yeah. went in Birdcage. People went, saw, Cage, people went yeah. to see uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. The picture show has been around forever. I, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen Bros. It's not made for me, uh, shall we say. But with with Birdcage, I, one of the reasons why I love the Birdcage is because uh, you know obviously Robin Williams uh, uh, and everyone. But the fact that the the way that it positioned the characters is you liked all of the characters. You know they were likable and they weren't likable because they were gay. Uh, you know they were likable because of how the way they interacted with each other how the way that they, uh, you know, the, the comedy, the levity. Robin and I can't remember the name of the other guy. I'm so sorry. Nathan uh, Lane. He, he, yeah, Nathan Lane. Thank you. Uh, Robin and Nathan Lane actually felt like a real couple. Mm. You know, they brought, they had different aspects to the relationship. And yes, they were in a very flamboyant uh, situation with the birdcage. But it felt right for them and it felt natural for them and you could kind of empathize with what was going on with their uh, son. And obviously with the daughter. And then you had, you know, big boy on the other side as well, who came from a completely different world, a completely different life. And seeing them trying to unite, you know, with their, with their, you know, with their children, you know, the daughter and the son want to marry. Uh, but they come from completely different worlds. And it didn't disrespect either side. It didn't say like Gene Hackman is wrong because you know he he's a little bit more traditional and he's not accepting of all of this nonsense or or you know Robin Williams is wrong because you know he should be this or that. No, it brought them together in, in, in such an organic way uh, that you were really rooting for the whole you know we're really rooting for all of them. You're rooting for them to get you know to to become friends. You were rooting for the 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 guy and the gal to get together and have that romance you know romantic right. relationship. Uh, for for Gene Hackman to embrace a little bit, you know, of of what was going on on one side, just you know, if you could just see, you know, why, uh, and just that to me felt like all just organic, opening your eyes and just saying, okay, I come from some, one side of the fence, but you know, I kind of understand where these 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 couple of cats are coming from. Uh, they might be very different from me, but that doesn't doesn't mean we can't. You know, it doesn't alienate ourselves from them, and 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 it just allowed you to to have the fun of the the actual show itself, and the way it ended was quite funny because he has to go through the whole birdcage and dress up and everything. <laughs> yeah. so, he actually, so he has to practically uh, experience, you know, experience a little thing uh, to to get him to get him out of there. But it, it it was done in such a way that I think that um, if you didn't come away from the birdcage thinking that you know but or, or both families were, were pretty decent people then then I, I you know maybe maybe you missed something there and i think it probably did something like the birdcage even though uh robin williams was straight is nathan lane straight no 
No, he's no. Dead. Okay. So even so, even though um, I didn't, I mean, he's always acted for me, but you just don't know, do you? Yeah, no. Uh, but even though Robin Williams was straight, I think the the that film did more uh, to to um, uh, you know, for when I say highlight the issues. The, yeah, I don't want to yeah. use like inclusion or diversity yeah. or, or fucking buzz lines like that. I think it did more to make you empathetic mm -hmm. uh, towards people who who have a different sexuality uh than any of this nonsense which we're getting literally forced uh by hollywood you you, you must accept these you must accept this you must and the, it's literally you know we don't call them the alphabet mafia for nothing uh because it does come across as as a fucking uh criminal organization now and not people who are, are wanting you to be more open uh and, and just to see is you know is this something that you could accept a little bit more uh, in you, but you know, I don't. And, and and as going on to to your point, that's what I was going to mention as well. The fact that Robin Williams was straight, it's something that you cannot get in today's movies anymore because whoever is playing the part has to be the part, and it's and I think that the acting caliber is just not there anymore because you just can't even act the way that you want to to present, and it's that th those kind of movies can never be made nowadays. Can I just say this is my, asking this, what I have to say about bit. I haven't seen this movie. It's like, it oh, sounds oh. cool. It's really good, Holler. I think you'd good. love it. I think you'd love the birdcage, mate. And uh, as for the whole, like, just it'll be quick. You're, the aspect, yeah, of, yeah. You're saying that it sounds like the key ingredient here might be well written, but also the uh, yeah. Everyone always, you know, when people are, like too political, and then someone says lol, they like Bioshock, but they don't like things too political. Idiots, like it's usually presenting versus preaching, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, to make it as quick as possible or consumable, it's the stop it. You know, you don't have a thing saying this is how you should behave. You instead have two uh, opposing viewpoints, maybe some kind of compromise, reconciliation, something of a story to consume, as opposed to something that evolves into more of a, um, I don't know, a set of commands. <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, this isn't as fun anymore. Somebody I don't even else. believe these are people anymore. They seem more like mouthpieces, you know? Yeah. Hmm. You know, I mean, well, that, that's, well, that's the thing. And, you know, there were so many auditions and scripts that I turned down, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I didn't want to be just a mouthpiece for, for some nonsense I didn't believe in. Mm. But somebody else mentioned um, in, in the chat, they mentioned um, Philadelphia, Tom Hanks, playing this gay character dying from AIDS. And then the Denzel Washington character, the first scene they have together, they shake hands. It's such a great moment. They shake hands and Tom Hanks goes, you know, I have AIDS. You see Denzel go, oh yeah. You know, he kind of wipes his hand off. And so you, over the course of the film, you see the Denzel character, he's playing a lawyer, so he's representing Tom yeah. Hanks. And um, you see this character have to go through this evolution where he has to learn to understand where Hanks' Hanks's character is coming from. And it's not like, I don't know, I mean, I, I didn't see it as this big, I think that's one of those issues or films where you could say like, oh, okay, they're trying to um, raise the, raise awareness about AIDS, okay. But they're doing it in a way where you have these human, which is like this huge conflict, uh, conflict of the time, right? Where you have th this one character who's who is homophobe. He's a homophobe, and there's this disease out there no one knows anything about. And this character comes in, and they both, you know, he and he has to change. And that is interesting to watch the evolution of a character. I mean, that's that's we want to see stuff like that. And maybe some people might see that, and they might walk out of the theater with their minds changed or with a different perspective mm. on life. Um, you know, we don't, we don't want to be, we don't need to be lectured to just, just move us in some way. That's what yeah, we just want. Present and then allow your audience to think uh, or, but Hey, uh, this, 
FTE is uh, wow. is uh, my friend Stefan. Uh, Stefan is the reason why my YouTube channel still exists. Because when I went through a real shitty period, this guy was fucking keeping me afloat. He's he's an unbelievable man. I love him till my dying breath. Stefan, I love you. Uh, 240 euros. Wow. Says getting old versus growing up. Not everything is for you. Uh, which is correct. Too. Yeah, he sent another one, which I'm just trying to grab. Uh, but, you know, we're being lectured to, like, we need to, we need to, you know, conform to what they're saying. We, you're not to agree with what we're doing. And then for another 120 euros, Stefan, is too much, man. Says, finally, things can be shite or good on merit. Mm -hmm. uh, not on personal connection to the thing. <laughs> exactly. Something could be objectively bad. Uh, but there you go. The, but then you get people from the Rings of Power showrunners calling you inherently evil. What? And and with regards to Bros Clifton, the other thing is like I haven't seen the movie, but Chrissy went and saw it, and I was kind of like watching her review of it. And one of the things that I've noticed that happens quite often with movies nowadays that are portraying gay people, especially, is that they're always like into like orgies and things like that. And it's like, you know, gay people are not like that either. Like, there's a lot of traditional gay people that are not into just complete debauchery and it's yeah. i feel like even they are kind of like well we're not being we're not being shown in in the best light so why would we want to go watch this movie i mean you're right yeah they don't differ than fucking normal people how many straight people just get you know, like let's talk about some orgies but it's how a story to i mean i'm a sweaty man fan i love wrestling uh and you know i've been following wrestling for you know decades of my life and i think one of the best like romance stories that's ever been told in wrestling was actually between two dudes uh which is uh which is um you know kenny omega and uh oh my god my brain's gone dead because it's like three hours into the show uh but it's, it's between them because they just always had these uh great like storylines between them uh and how they would like split apart you know, and then they wouldn't get on because one was in another faction and one wasn't, you know, in I another. I have seen it. And then, uh, oh, this is like decade. Like this story is like a decade in in wrestling. You know, oh, cool. so uh, the whole thing was just, uh, you know, that was just such a well told story. I'm not gay, but it didn't stop me from from seeing what they were doing with the characters and uh, relating, you know, to the actual story of two people mm -hmm. uh, getting together. So, you know, it was just, it was just very well done. Uh, so all you have to do is, is have the characteristics. All you have to do is have the, what people can gravitate towards. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't, and it doesn't really, you know, if it's well written and well fleshed out, uh, then it won't really matter. You know, the birdcage is a beloved film. It was number one at the box office, number one for several weeks, I believe. Based on a play uh, that was around forever. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you had Philadelphia. That was a number. I'm pretty sure that was number one at the box office as well. Uh, then you had. I know this is going to hate. Gary's going to hate this. Uh, but you had uh, Spring Scenes, Philadelphia, which was yeah, a, a massive yeah. hit as well. That was number one in the charts. Fuck but... That song is so dumb. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain was number one in the at the box office. I never saw that one. Nope, I missed. Neither did I. Kotobushi, goddamn it! Thank you. 
It's yeah, good. The, the love story between Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Yeah, yeah, the Philadelphia theme was the sum of Bruce Springsteen's talent mumbling into a microphone. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Uh, guys and gals, uh, we are over the three-hour mark. Somebody's mentioning Crying Game for you as specifically. As Crying Game. Crying Game is a banging song, by the way. I love the by Boy George. Uh, backup vocals, Neil Tennant, Pet Shop Boys. Great song. Fucking banging tune. I don't care. Uh, by the way, I was actually invited to the premiere of The Crying Game. I was also invited to the premiere of Four Weddings and a Funeral uh, because I, the reason why is uh, at the time, uh, as young guys donated, I donated a little, I'm talking a little, you know, I'm not being modest, I mean a little, a little bit of money to the Terence Higgins Age Trust. Uh, and so you got, they would actually send you uh, these flyers saying uh, you can get uh, tickets. So I got invited to The Crying Game premiere, I got invited to, I didn't go to any of them. I was like under 18 at the time. Uh, I got invited to the uh, four weddings and funeral. Uh, I got all that in the theaters. Invite, yeah, yeah. Invited to uh, Edward II. Glad I probably didn't see that film. <laughs> that was pretty harrowing. Um, but there you go. There they go. Crying Gang, banging tune from Boy George. We're talking about the movie, though, specifically for you. I've seen it, it's a good film. Do you like it? Yeah. yeah. I like it too. Crying Game is a good film. It's it a, good a good movie. Film. I agreed. Oh, I felt somebody, so bad for that person. I was gonna say somebody also mentioned uh Stephen Rea was the main sorry, main character in Crying Game. Mm. Somebody, somebody also mentioned uh, uh Dallas Buyers Club, Jared Leto and um, Matt McConaughey. That was a good movie. That you know, I mean, make uh, just make fucking good movies, you know. That's <laughs> that's what we want to see. We will see them about whatever, just was milk good? I never saw milk with Sean um, Penn. It was milk was it was okay. Like I mean, you know, you, you had Sean Penn, you had Josh Brolin, uh, just really, really great actors. Um, it was I thought it was a bit overrated, but it's it's a good watch, you know. And, they, they were past all the Harvey Milk's associations. Oh, very imaginable uh, association. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Like Tim Jones. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, that's like awkward. That, yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, he was fun again, by the way. Wow. With another 120 euros. I recommend looking into stoicism. 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 Holy Sorry. shit! As wow, I don't wow. stoicism. <laughs> stoicism. Have you never <laughs> seen that word before? Stoicism, stoicism is more <laughs> accurate. Are you right? I'm dyslexic, so go fuck yourself. So am I. You can't get away with that. I can't get away with that. No, you can't. I can. <laughs> there are certain words I can't pronounce. There are certain words I just can't see. English is a oh. second language, you guys. Leave I'm not educated. I'm not going to come out with this. No, I'm just retarded. Uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't control everything around you, but how much you let it bother you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Sorry, go, I, go I, on. I was going to say, I had another thought as well, which is uh, I wonder if part of the problem that we're, that we're seeing is that now you have a lot of people who are writing a lot of what's going on. Sorry. Sorry, what, Sorry Clifton. What I'm having, I'm having my, 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 uh, what, what, what to call it? A disability. Made fun of. Made fun of <laughs> live on it. Uh, I like Stoke is it like I'm Stoke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stoke. 
Stoicism. Sorry, well, you're making gonna, a great eloquent point. You think it, no, you're just making, say that, uh, here. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Sorry, I just, I'm just pearls before swine. Pearls. Before <laughs> swine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I was just saying. I wonder if part of the problem as well is just that you you have um, we have people who are creating these these things that are that are nihilistic, and their view of humanity and, and of human beings is is deeply negative. Um, their, their view is that human beings are the problem. You know, they, they, I think, I wonder if that's part of it as well, is that they, they, they sort of have a distance, uh, from, from people because they have a sort of jaded view of, of people and who we are. And that's why you see like, oh, you know, evil, good, there's no real clear delineation because everyone has, you know, everyone could be bad. I mean, it, which is, which is true. You know, there is good and evil in all of us, but at the same time, um, you know, I mean, this. People are, some people are really good, some people are really bad, but I don't know. It's just, just a, a thought that maybe part of the problem is that there's just a bunch of really just jaded, unhappy, broken, nihilistic people, cynical people, really, who are, who are creating these things. And so they, so they, they're incapable of putting out stories which are life affirming and, uh, and uh, create uh, connections amongst, uh, between themselves and the, uh, and the audience. Yeah, I wonder how, I mean, obviously a lot of that is echo chamber, uh, uh, you know, there is no really uh, political diversity in Hollywood anymore. None that can be overt anyway. Uh, and then there's the living in a congested city. Hmm. Uh, I think that I think that definitely contributes to nihilism because you can really think, especially if you're somebody like it's, there's tons of people in San Francisco and never leave the fucking city. So they think that's yeah. the world. They think that's the world. Same with New York. Uh, yep. And. You, you know, you get out in the world and it's just not like that. People are much nicer. People are much nicer in Texas, like a yeah. thousand times nicer in Texas than they are in California. So it, I, I think a lot of it, that has to do. Get the fuck out of a city. Just get out. Get out if you can. Get out. It's so much better. Concrete can jungle, get... man. It's not good for the soul. Sorry. Robert McDonald, $50, says, I also choked to death of my Oreo watching Gary. Of all people, calling out <laughs> someone for mispronouncing a word. Hey, is this the realest fucking super chat I've seen today? I'd be hypocritical too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, look, there's, a, there's an old adage. I think Albert Einstein said it. Something like "takes one to know one." I think. Mm. Mm. It, it, he's taking his moment, Gary. He's taking that. Moment. I am taking my moment. Yeah, yeah. you know how much grief I get from mispronouncing <laughs> well, stuff just because. Speak, speaking of I moments, was out of three high schools, like I mean, honestly, I deserve to be kicked out. I was a little asshole, so I bet. Like, still, I was a kid. Uh, guys, we, we're over three hours as ever. Uh, I, I, I ask, I say to the panel, uh, if you, this is your out period. If you want an out period, uh, as I'm going to go through the the super chats. Uh, from from here on in, because they have been piling up, you naughty sausages. Uh, so, uh, Gary, have you got to go off and do some stuff? I'll stay for thirty more minutes, man. I, okay, I, I'm actually taking the next couple. I'm resting this couple of days because two uh, two horrible shows are ending on the same day. Technically, uh -huh. so I, gotta, you know, reviews, so I like, get them over two oh. days, which is good for me. Same yeah. Here. Well, we. I've um, got. Well, I'm going to stop at four hours anyway, and any any shots left over, I'll do. I'll stay Clifton, sir, you have been here for a stint. I have, I have. I got, I got till five. Uh, which is 
You're, so you're oh, gonna... sorry. It's about a half an hour from now. Oh, well, that, that's where we're going to end anyway. We're going to end on the hour. So, uh, yeah, in, yeah, 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 about. Uh, okay. Wow, Nina. I'm here. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, stop. Go Dodgers. Fuck that. Go Padres. Sorry. Continue. Oh. Okay, Nina. Yeah, go Padres. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, Mola. Uh, ten minutes. <laughs> I can do ten minutes. Hey, dude. If you need just if you need to jump out, I just jump out, buddy. It's okay. I'll give you the 10. Let's do it. Wow. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Wait, through did you some... see Edge Runners yet? No. Let's Aww. go through some super chat. He's too busy enjoying the hell out of House of the Dragon and we're watching it. I know he is. I know when Mahler likes something, he dives in. So there you go. Yeah, I've been streaming so much. I ain't even finished off. I was going to finish it off this weekend, but last weekend. But... I yeah. may have put two other friends through House of Dragon, but I don't Good. know what you mean, Gary. <laughs> Just to see that latest episode, then talk. Two to more about episodes it. to go. Two more. Yep. Talk to me after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, Marksman at one one seven B with the two dollars says the crown scene was improvised by Matt in House of the Dragon. Uh, supposedly, yeah. Mm. Uh, take a six ten with a twenty dollars says Halbrand. My full name is Ron Halbrand Galadriel. Ron. <laughs> So since you're so sour about your past, you shall be known as King Ron Halbrand, the sour or King Sour Ron for short. Which would you prefer, Halbrand? It's nothing. He's been known by many names. Yeah. Sour brat. Oh, man. Uh, Demon Dog with a $5 says, As what did he think of Edge Runners? I still got to finish off. I'm only two episodes in. Uh, but I'm enjoying so far. The Waltman 4 with the $10 says, I have a request. Definitely watch Wakanda when nature calls. It's the soundtrack from the second Wakanda Forever trailer, but with the visuals from Ace Ventura when nature calls. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, Marksman at 117B with the $2 says, As, how long is your history of grave mistakes? Probably pretty long. Pretty huge. Uh, and then Marksman at 117B with another $2 says Cyberpunk Edge Runners is, is on par with Arcane. Uh, Alcatraz S299 with a $5 says, Hail all and morning. I've gotten the four trades of Dan Jurgen's Thor on my favorite moments. Uh, one of my favorite moments is Thor beating Mangog and Thanos. Mm. See that? Mangog. Mangog or. M Probably, I probably misfucking pronounced it, Mola. Don't worry, I'll do a few. What is it? <laughs> man and then Gog. <laughs> hmm. What does he do, Gary? What's Man Gog's thing? What's man? Did I say it right as well? You're muted. You're <laughs> muted. You still? No, <laughs> he's a boomer. He's muted. I was, I was watching the fucking Ace Ventura trailer. Oh, thing. what's it like? <laughs> I can't tell. I didn't get that far enough. You're oh, fucking okay. at me. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> is it Gog Magog? Is it Gog Magog? Is that what they're talking about? Mangog. He's saying beat Mangog. Mangog. What is? You mean Mangog? I don't know. I was thinking of uh, Kingdom Come or the. Uh, oh, that's uh, Magog. Magog. Yeah, like it's the giant from uh, British lore, or oh, sorry, English lore. Right? It's English lore, Celtic lore. Forgive me. Celtic's like Irish and Scottish. They're going to come at me with their little twigs in their hair. By the way, it was so funny. My wife was um, 
doing some yard work yesterday and she came in she had she had the blower out and she had a bunch of fucking leaves in her hair i'm like oh you look like a fucking <laughs> shower no <laughs> gary ain't getting in for a while no i'm not i got a little oh, in trouble uh, oh i hope she no i won't say that what the fuck is mangog i, mean, I, I don't I, know this is what it's in the, the super the chat villain apparently he's a god killer mm-hmm. That's not, know. no. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just reading what's presented to me, sir. Well, you know that, that. I mean, we love the chat. We know they type everything correctly in their super chats all the time. Like <laughs> I don't know, I've seen Mangog a million times. So apparently, is a real thing. Yep. Uh, I'll look it up. That's good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Okay, Thor filling from the comics. Yeah, the, like this is like a Kirby one with like those huge chunky uh kirby teeth yeah oh chompers oh yeah from 155 there he is uh ultras s299 with another five dollar and he's another one after it as well so i'll go through them also metal recommends for moolah uh brother of metal m blast saga album they take norse myth and turn them into metal songs oh sounds cool and lastly, uh, been getting world's finest lately, and it's been pretty. Definitely recommend uh, since it's free from the cancer killing of the rest of the DC. Fair enough. Uh, Sean Godley with the $5 says, eating my Chick-fil-A, drinking my milkshake, ready for the real Bieber say, it's a great day. Nice. I, by the way, I added the Sith Cake with a $10 says, if I had a nickel for every time as complimented man boobs, I'd have two nickels. There, two. You can go there's look possible. that one up on your own, folks. Possible, there's po- there's a possible third, by the way, but we won't go into that. Everything. Uh, which is <laughs> <laughs> mature with the Wakanda. <laughs> And it's just, I mean, it's really simply done, but yeah, it's its the music from the trailer to the fucking nature. <laughs> when nature uh, goes, it's just wrong in every way. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, only got like 500 sorry. feet. Search it. It's only got 545 views. But um. Oh. Uh, it says out of two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> Love you as you're a great sport. Like I have a fucking choice not to take it. I'm only kidding. I love you, chat. I love being. Hey, if you can't take, if you if you can't laugh at yourself, who the fuck can you laugh at? Nobody. But I've got a lot to laugh at right now. We, we all do. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, once I'd just like to compliment a woman on her tits, and even then, I'd probably be slapped across the face. Are you a woman? Yes. You have gr- Nina, shoulders back. You're welcome, chat. Um, Aurora uplinks. <laughs> That's what she said. With a two dollar said, "Wait, are Hulk super smart? Maybe they bad lawyer." I think Hulk would have made a better lawyer than she Hulk. I I I totally agree. She won female lawyer of the year. 
It was a fucking participation trophy, Gary. They yeah, all won people, the female Yeah, was it just every lawyer it looked like? This is, that, I, I so hate that because I feel like, I mean, the, the concept like She-Hulk attorney at law sounds appealing to me. I'm like, oh, they, they might be able to do something with that. But, oh. uh, it was have you, they could have. Vincent, they, have you seen it? No, no. Well, like like Rings oh. of Power. I've seen I've seen the videos about it. Oh, they did oh. something with it. They did something Paul with it. Right. Don't you love how they dealt with the Sokovia Accords? I mean, they yeah, just wrapped great. up. A tight little line. What, what I mean, I've seen the Marvel people like trying to defend that. They're like, well, yeah, because the Accords are absurd and nonsense. It's like, it doesn't matter whether or not you agree with what was in the Accords. It's about mm -hmm. the world buildings falling apart. All you, the countries took serious issue with all of the heroes just embarking on these great, you, crazy quests. Iron Man and Captain America fought over them, and now they're just like, no, really, yeah. no we don't it need was, it anymore. It's a film Civil called War. Civil War. <laughs> yes. The whole point was keeping these crazy, superpowered nukes that are running around doing whatever they want accountable, right? It doesn't matter if the Accords were nonsense or not. It's about the, the, the countries had to come up with something. That's pretty much mm -hmm. what Ross says in the film. He's like, this, this is basically what we got. Because how the hell do we control it. a bunch of US-based, sometimes alien people who just go around going, I'm going to destroy this today. I mean, mm. Ultron was a nightmare. They created a robot that tried to kill everyone. Like, yep. So yeah, yeah, they stopped it. They but created look they a real villain that so they was need, trying to destroy the world. You can't just do that shit in our world. You, you can't get away with it. Stuff will happen. And that's what Civil War was trying to do. It's like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, stuff, stuff happened. And then this show was just like, nah. And I probably bump. Done. Age of H. If you watch Age of Ultron now, it's it is like watching Citizen Fucking Kane. Sam <laughs> 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 Hatfield, Harvey Birdman is a better lawyer, lawyer than She-Hulk. Harvey True. Birdman, it's really a lot great. <laughs> Excellent, great show. Gary. Real quick though, I I actually didn't get your thoughts on I didn't I didn't catch it on Daredevil's appearance in She-Hulk. Like, what what did you other than the Walk of Shame? Like, what did you think of his whole like the fight scene and like everything that happened went down. It was bad. It was all bad. It, it's it's. It, I think it really encapsulates everything wrong with Marvel. That's why I put up that tweet, like how it started, how it's going, and and like I know, like Charlie Cox is a good actor, loves the role. He did a competent job. He had actually a couple of good lines of dialogue in a shit show, and it still pales, pales in comparison to what we saw in Daredevil season one and season two, which are going to go down as the best thing Marvel has ever done. Ever. I agree. Period. Um, someone, someone in chat was like, boo, Mola supports the Accords. I support them <laughs> as long as they support me. And what I mean by that is I would have sided with Iron Man and been like, yeah, let's not piss off the government right up until they prevent us from saving people. Then we'll piss them off. Um, hmm. Cap wants to opt for going straight to vigilante mode, which I can respect, but I would go vigilante mode as soon as the government prevent us from saving people. Or force us to kill people that we wouldn't want to, if we were all a team of heroes. And the roles were always reversed on that too. I know why they reversed them, but that like uh, Iron Man would not be all siding with the government, especially the. Think about why he's Iron Man. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but he he and he's Cap siding both because of own. Ultron. Yeah. yeah, Ultron fucked everything up for him, and and Cap okay. is doing well, it. I'm, I'm thinking more of the comic books, which I'll no, 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 no. But in the, yeah, in the films, you know, we he's, he he's. He's doubting himself. Yeah, yeah. He, the comic books had a much better reason. Sorry, that I, I think uh, a superhero accidentally blowing up a school. Fully what, I, what was wrong? With the Wanda reason was great. She blew up a whole bunch of people to save mm -hmm. some people, and she made the choice. And that's that's uh, kind of morally. I thought it was always. Right? I didn't think she thought 
it was going to explode through the no, building. No, well, sorry, that that's actually not even what I'm saying. Isn't necessarily true. What what really brings the accords into into play is Ultron. Um, yeah, which, yeah. To be fair, yeah, they drop a building on several people to try and save the world from a monster they created. I do think that's pretty effective, even though I don't think Ultron's that great. But also the the opening scene, I think, is a great representation of what power the heroes hold. Wanda decided to save Cap and a bunch of people, and she sacrificed a bunch of people to do so. Not that it was necessarily intentional, but that choice was made. No government mm. had any involvement in that. And that is one person, and she's not even a U.S. citizen. But she runs out of the U.S. So it's like, what the hell do we do here politically, legally? Who's responsible? Who's accountable? That's why I thought the film was really interesting. Oh, well. Yeah. Those are good teasers for your audience. Back when Marvel used that, to be good. We'll go back to yeah. just everything being willy-nilly nonsense in the multiverse. Woo! Whose team yeah. were you guys on during that movie? I was, I was on Cap. Team Cap. I'm Cap. Way. I was I was Team Cap until the revelation at the end, and I was like, oh, Steve, no, <laughs> you oh, knew that's... the whole time. <laughs> For me, it's the reverse. I'd probably be on Cap's team at that point because I'm it's, on it's, the it's... Liberty side. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah I, I was on Cap. I, I stayed with Cap all the way. Me too. Because even when that was revealed. I legitimately thought that Cap did that from a place of love. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. Tony. Yeah. Same that's, why, that's why I totally understand the decision. But, but, you, but do, you, do you hear what we're talking about now? I mean, for, for me, I've probably seen Civil War like, you know, at least a dozen times. It's probably mm. one of my favorite of the MCU movies. I mean, I, I never get tired of it. I mean, even that scene on the, on the tarmac oh, when they're running I toward each other, I still get goosebumps when they're like running toward each other. Like, you know, they're not stopping. I'm like, yo, they're about to do it. And, um, you know, I went crazy. And, and what people don't get, you know, it's just like, it's not the the CG and the costumes and the action and the pew pew. It's that we fell in love with the people underneath the costumes. We fell in love with the characters themselves, and to see all of them, you know, clashing with each other. I mean, it's just it's so it's so riveting, you know. And I and I acknowledge I was I was in the theater watching it like I am a a thirty something year old man here with my fifty year old friend, and we are in here at ten a.m. at this matinee watching these <laughs> fucking superhero movies in New Aww. York City. And just like having having the time of our lives, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous and it's kind of weird, and you know, people could call it childish, but you know, but it's th there's a humanity underneath all of that, which which is what draws us in, and it hasn't, it, you know, it, it's just uh, it's it, it's good storytelling. I, I feel like I feel like the Russo brothers sort of elevated the superhero genre in a way that no one else. Oh had, yeah, mm -hmm. well, you, well, you just I, I their, think um, that, Captain America um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's the. I don't care. He killed my mom. That 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 was one of the most realist fucking lines in the entire right. MCU. Yeah, right. It's, a, it's like a complete recognition. It's like I know I'm not in the right here, but he did something I can't. Yeah, I can't move yeah. past that. Like, it's yeah. done. Which makes but, it but, so. That's real. what makes it so uh, emotional and so so kind of yeah. like heartbreaking. And, and, and sorry, let me, Cliff, sorry, let me oh, let me you, add. You man, it's, no, just, it's just that because mm -hmm. what what I loved so much about that is that. They 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 were smart enough. The Russo brothers were smart enough in that instance. Like, I mean, because how are you going to follow a spectacle like that, like that that airport tarmac scene, right? Mm. They 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 followed it up not by trying to make some like big cataclysmic thing. They raised the emotional stakes, yes. so it became deeply personal, deeply viscerally emotional, and that's where the story needed to go. And that's why it was so. You know, they're sitting there fighting. I'm just like, this is amazing. There's only three characters in the scene, but I'm watch. I'm but I'm riveted. If you remember as well, that was a subversion. Mm -hmm. They lead you to believe that Zemo is going to release all the Winter Soldiers and they'll have yes. Bucky, Cap, and Iron Man versus the Winter Soldier army or something. But no, which Zemo is what they would do all. today, Mola. I yes. guarantee yeah, and, you. And, and Zemo explains, like, why the hell would I want more of these guys? They ruin yeah. everything. They destroy everything. Destabilize everything. But they but did even that. Even then, even then, when we get that, 
it's kind of like okay yeah and then that moment at the end because you know you you had the fight between the three of them and then you have this amazing moment with baron zemo and and black panther where he's just sat there he's he's zemo's done i've done what i needed to do i have made you fucking fight i have put you at each other's throats i have broken the avengers i can't fight you i'm not strong enough to fight you i've done it through you know using those means and he's just listening and we get the full revelation of that was the last message he ever got from his wife right before she was killed and and you know zemo he's he's you know i'm, I'm done i've done everything i want and then when when you know instead of getting another fight scene between nemo now and black panther it's all done so controlled and so calculated and Black Panther, you know, he realizes, T'Challa realizes then, and he's just like, okay, I understand your motivations, but I'm going to make you, you know, I'm not going to kill you now, but I'm going to make you pay. Mm. You are going to, you're going to be responsible for those until you die of more natural death. But, you know, that just showed the great strength of Chadwick Boseman as, the, as Black Panther then, because he's so... In, the, He's so consistent as a character throughout the whole of Civil War. And even on the tarmac scene, when we're getting all the quips from the friends, you know, Clint and, and Black Widow, you know, we're still friends. You're pulling your punches, Clint, and all this sort of stuff. And then yeah. when when he gets together with Black Panther, he's like, hi, I'm Clint. And he's just like, I don't care. I don't care. Your name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Because right. he's like, yeah, you're just in the way. You're just a person in the way because I'm after that fucker there. Well, and it's just like, oh, it's so Panther, good. Black Panther comes out of it uh, a lot cleaner than the others because of the fact he sees Zemo, who's at the end of the journey of revenge, where he's taken in. How much better does he seem to be? And then Iron Man is in the middle of it. He sees yes. both of them, and he's like, I'm not going to let it consume me like it has you guys. Right. It's it such a great moment of growth and just clarity, and it's so dignified. And I'm like, yes. Mm. And yeah. then they like, and then they had to go ruin it because, as to your point of how they would like release all the Winter Soldiers of that, like, or the the, the soldiers, mm. they basically did. And in Falcon and the Woke Soldier, yeah. they were like, "Oh, yes. here you, it's all fucking super soldiers now. Here you fucking Absol go. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, absolutely, that, that's yeah. fucking it. It's like I was actually, and that's, just, and that's uh, what we got. We we got sorry, Mon. We got we got a good guy who just saw his Bucky be killed." kill a fucking terrorist who's been involved in the murder of people and the show's trying to tell you he's the bad guy when he found that he wasn't you know fast enough strong enough to be able to save the day sort of stuff he's the most real character in that show yeah mm -hmm. and he want he says you know he says to uh, to uh, falcon and bucky hey let's all work together on this mm -hmm. and they're like no Nah. Yeah, this is worse than that. He saves their lives when they first meet, and then they ditch him. Yeah. Remember, mm. he, he nearly gets killed because they ditch him, but they don't care. And the show doesn't realize, because we're all supposed to hate Walker. Who cares about Walker? Walker sucks. And the same thing goes He's for... Right. I was so impressed they didn't destroy Zemo. I was certain that it would make Zemo take the super soldier serum. I was like, go on, do it. Ru ruin him. Go on. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought they were going to turn him into a bitch. He, he, came out, he came out of there like, uh, you know, not quite as good as Civil War, but pretty much. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he was the character that you were interested in, just like Walker was the character that you were interested in. But well, then you had these two fucking idiots, Bucky and, and Goddamn, and particularly Falcon. Fucking Jesus, wet, like they were you know. Ruined. Oh my God. They were ruined by that show. Both so of them. Bad. It, yep. So bad. So bad.
and and, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's why that show isn't quite as bad as like She-Hulk and Loki, is because at least you get Walker in there. Walker's like yeah. the only thing they've done in Phase Four that's like original, quote unquote, or like new. I guess I should yeah. say that's um... that was decent. I yeah. felt I felt like uh, at the end of uh, Endgame when they when Steve handed that uh, handed the shield to uh, to Sam Wilson, I said I don't know. Because I knew, I know that at the time it was like, oh, you know, Sam Wilson is Captain America in the comics. But I was, I was hoping, I was hoping they would like maybe go off in the whole like in sort of um, a takeoff of a, like Ed Brubaker's uh, Death of Captain America, and we would see Bucky take up the uh, yeah. the mantle and Everybody finally give and it. finally give Sebastian Stan a, a chance to really like you know show his stuff. But because I remember that 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 particular run, it was like it was fascinating watching um, watching Bucky try to step into the shoes of Steve Rogers, you know, and this, this big hole is gone because Steve Rogers is dead. And now Bucky has to kind of take up the mantle of like his best friend. They got like, there, there could have, there was, there were, there was so much fertile ground to tell a, a, a big story there, but they couldn't do that. They had to go into the whole, like, we got to do the SJW yeah. nonsense. And I'm like, you know, maybe you could do Sam Wilson later because Captain America, unlike Thor is actually a title, but you know, it's, but, but, you know, you have great material to work from. Just use Thor's that. not a title. Thor is not a title. Thor is his name. That, exactly. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so you, someone, someone else could be Captain America. Someone else can't be Thor. The, but, uh, yeah. But the, the worst the thing biggest, is what they did. Sorry, go on. You go, Mola. I'll be quick. The biggest reason for that being such a frustration is that Falcon was an identity that he, he brought that hero to where it was. That's where it's all right. his. Meanwhile, Bucky... The Winter Soldier is a is a title that he wants to get away from. His whole story yes. right now is like that's a Sorry. horror of my past life. It's not even my life. So giving him Captain America is a way for him to escape. But there's so many stories you can tell about. Right. And as you said, right. maybe down the line you yeah. can develop some kind of story. But like, why the hell did you take Falcon off him? Now it's going to some other guy. From what I've you, got uh, gathered, you you could have literally made the redemption arc of the Winter Soldier and like actually made yeah. it this. Uh, it would have been so good. Uh, See, yeah, what, what, I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. Sorry, I'll, I'll just really quick. It's like it, it's it's hilarious because what I've seen now is that the, the, part of the issue I think now is that you have a lot of filmmakers and producers who who are who are making films for people who are smarter than they are, which is the general public. Yeah, <laughs> but I with with like the Russos, I thought the Russo, you know, I thought the Russos were absolutely making a movie for me. As, as just a, you know, as a fan of superhero genre, you know they they weren't trying to belittle me. They you know they would do some clever little reveals down the line. You know, nice little twists. Always be ahead of your audience, you know. And they were ahead of ahead of me on a couple of those occasions. But the worst thing for me about Falcon was you you had Steve Rogers give Sam Wilson the fucking shield at the end of Endgame, and then the first thing that Sam Wilson does in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier is give it away. Is say I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And so when they say, well, we're looking for Captain America. So when they, they give it to um, Walker, then he becomes like a jealous bitch. Yeah. That Walker's Dude, they, given they, the shield. You had the fucking shield. Remember, they get close to killing him to steal the shield from him. Yes. Yeah. Snap his arm back. After he's just lost his... I hate that show so much. I hate that <laughs> like, show so after much. After he's just lost... He's just, he's Steve, There's, his Bucky to Steve Rogers has just been murdered by a super soldier in front of him. Yeah. And he's dealing with the fact that, yes, he just executed someone and everyone was recording with a phone. What does this mean for the future of him? And then two guys come up to him like, give me a shield. It's ours now. Yeah. 
I you don't deserve it for killing that, that terrorist I wish that you was involved in the murder of multiple people. <laughs> yeah, see, because that's the difference. I don't I don't think I hate She-Hulk. I just laugh at it. It's so stupid and crap. But Falcon and the Soldier pissed me off quite a bit. I, yeah, I was, I was mad at that show. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, dude, not being able to get credit. It's, it was just like it was so filled oh. with just that over the top bullshit. By the way, did you see this? I'm going to share it in the chat. Our, our boy, we're going to Cap- profile you in the projects. We're going to make sure that you don't get credit, even though you are probably one of the uh, biggest celebrities on planet Earth. After you, you brought back uh, three and a half billion people from dust, but you can't get credit our bank because you're black. Fuck off. And then you take like a seminal black character, like had the first Marvel action figure was a Falcon, was Amigo Falcon, right? Remember had it when I was a kid, when I was like back in the early seventies and you give them Captain America hand-me-downs, you know, that, and, and it's, it's, it's a fucking joke. Uh, and did you, you had him reject it and remain Falcon that he's like, no, wait, someone else took it. No, I want it back. No, now. I want no. it now. Like a child. Yeah, he's playing. With, I didn't want that toy, but that kid's playing with that toy. I want that toy back now. And then when he goes to beat the bad guy, he doesn't even beat the bad guy. <laughs> no. no, he refuses. No. Even though he's just she like at that you. point, she's and just. Then, she admits to him she's not going to stop. She'll keep killing people, and he's yeah. like, "Well, I'm not going to stop you." She's a fucking terrorist. Go, oh, Captain America. Can't fight a woman, can you, Gary? No. Man can't nope. fight a woman. Nope. nope, nope. You can put in these uh, female villains, but you can't have them actually slug it out, which is just mm. really hard in a superhero film. Hey, By you know way, who's directing a superhero film or a Star Kevin Wars Smith. film? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Wow. That's a shocking news, Gary. Because he says fandom is, I mean, he didn't say the word toxic, but he basically meant it. that's uh-huh. a because of the toxic fandom. I don't think it has anything to do with his inability to direct a superhero or Star Wars film because he's not talented enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, I Kevin Smith. Because he's just going to cry. And- well, no, he's crying more about fucking He Man. Like the dude needs more attention because he knows, like, this is it. This is his last hurrah of relevancy. Did yeah, his other movie even come out? Like Clerks 3 or whatever? It did. And the it fact came out? You know what? It came out, yes. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know. The last I saw it made about six and a half million. Ooh. On a budget of what? Uh, I don't know. He might have made, you know, I mean, it's Clerks. It's Kevin Smith. It's, it's indie. It's budget, not but mainstream. It's yeah. going to be low. Yeah, it's going to be low. Favors as well, like Rosario Dawson, probably. I uh. would guess, guesstimate. That it would probably be on a budget of around four million. That'd be a guesstimate, though. So then it made money. You know, um, you saying that the, they can't get into the, the fisticuffs and stuff. It's kind of interesting because uh, there was a meme I saw on a, I can't remember if it was Star Wars memes or something, but it was trying to point out hypocrisy in audiences somehow, and I think it backfired huge. They showed Ray like shouting in the middle of the throne room fight, whatever, and then they showed um, Vi from Arcane screaming when she's in the middle of a fight. And they're like, why do people like one and not the other? Hmm. And then, <laughs> and it, just like it's, it's like you're being basically that it's the same stuff, but you just hate Star Wars for the sake of it or something like that. And then loads of talk are like, well, to be fair, and even in the screenshots alone, Ray, if you remember, she only gets a little scrape on her arm in the entire like, what is that? Two movies, <laughs> three movies, whatever. That's like the most she'll ever get hurt, except of course when she temporarily dies from Palpatine sucking on her 
whatever, but she comes back, so don't worry about Took it. Took stuff. Um, but yeah, Vi, uh, she gets beaten the fuck out by several different characters throughout Arcane. She bleeds like crazy. She uh, nearly dies a couple of times. And it was just like, uh, one of the top comments was just saying, it was just cool, though, because you knew that she could take a punch and that she fights back and that none of the women were in any case of like, they, there's no sense of armor for the women in Arcane. They were just going to get, uh, one, one of them gets like um, on, a, on a table, gets injected with a bunch of this like uh, fantasy drug. And she's just screaming in agony throughout the whole scene in an attempt to bring it back to life sort of thing. There's a lot of stuff in, in Arcane where you're just like, oh, cool. The, there's, there's no invincibility for them. And I think that goes a long way, uh, knowing that the the women, just like the men, if they're getting into the fight... Hey, this is kind of like... Sorry, the friend brought this up. But I'm kind of rambling here. But the, the previous episode of uh, House of the Dragon, a, a younger girl punches a boy, and he fucking punches her right back when she does right that. Right back. She, she gets Ooh. knocked... Yeah, she gets her bell rung. And that's like, the kind oh, of thing that I know it sounds weird, but it really helps an audience member be like, oh, okay, the girls are not getting uh, they're not getting protected. And, and they get that in. makes the girl tougher automatically. Yeah. It's like yeah. she's taking on somebody who's much bigger than her. She doesn't give a fuck. She's going to punch him anyway, knowing that she'll probably get punched back, which makes it more badass. Oh, everyone that's loves it. a girl who can take a punch. She's kidding <clears> me, especially the superhero. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a requirement for a wife for me. <laughs> Damn! Very into that. SMR. Okay, Adam, we got a we got some uh, update on Clerks Three. I uh, have greatly exaggerated what they took at the box office. Okay, wow, all right. Oh, yeah. uh, it took uh, apparently it was on a seven million dollar budget, and it took uh, three point one million. Damn. I say this I say this with love Kevin Smith couldn't fucking get a Star Wars fucking movie or a Marvel movie uh, if he tried no. no, that's why Like somebody would you write or direct Like nobody would ask Kevin Smith to write or direct a fucking Marvel or Disney what? not even the dog shit they're doing now really? you don't yeah. think Kevin Feige would no no, no, not even Ke Kevin Smith is not a talented director. Actually, Gary, just realized something. This is why Kevin Smith was trying to get clout off of Yellow Flash on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. no, and yeah. That, that's what he's trying to do now. He's trying to get more clout now. Because uh, Yellow Flash is more fucking relevant than fucking Kevin Smith. Oh, by the way, and we saw the other week when we were streaming and we had like 6,000 watching us. Uh, it would have been more if it was on Gary's channel. And Kevin Smith had uh, 630 streaming at the same time. I just want to I just want to compare because I'm checking the numbers from what you said. As mm. so the as you said, gross worldwide for clicks uh three as of today. I'm assuming it's not completely done yet, but yeah, three million one hundred thousand. Um I just checked I guess it's a coincidence, three million two hundred thousand for the original clicks gross worldwide. Right. Ooh, what then, would that be with inflation? You know. Well, that, that's true. But also, let's compare the budgets, shall we? Seven million estimate budget for Clicks Three, twenty-seven thousand dollars for the budget for Clicks One. <laughs> Times they are a changing for Mister Smith. Yep. Uh, and what that was his weed budget. Let's be real. Well, what's crazy is just like that's an amazing turnaround, right? Twenty-seven thousand <laughs> into three million. So that's an amazing ratio. It's like Saw, right? Where they cost a million and they made like a hundred million. It's like, holy yeah. shit. 
<laughs> what what did Blair Witch cost? Like eighty thousand? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, something like yeah. a yeah, it was really low. I think million. even less. Yeah, it was, dude, it made so much money. The thing with clicks was, was like, just that it's so cheap. Like, of course, it's gonna make a profit, right? It's like apparently not this time. <laughs> like, not this time. So, who? I mean, just I mean, I'm just thinking as a rational, you know, hopefully a semi-rational human being at least. Uh, who the fuck would give Kevin Smith seven million for Clerks <laughs> three? I thought I thought I was li- I thought I was really being generous with four. I thought it's probably going to cost like a million, two million tops. Who gives him seven million? Expects him to make a profit from Clerks fucking three? It's crazy. No wonder why he's a little uh, a little nervous, Dick. Um, right, mm. folks, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I will do the super chat square up uh, on Sunday. Uh, with an afternoon tea with Az, I just want to grab uh, the Martino Simone $100, uh, which is unbelievable. Uh, Hangry is angry with a $50. Says, I hear you. I'm 48 and remember the Cold War and the nuclear threat. Have some funds and get yourself something mediocre. As I thought that person was a woman too. You need to cleanse the palate. Go look at some real titties. Thank you. I think that was a compliment. Uh, we've got to do the Nozaku boy. Nozaku boy with $100 says, Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom. Halloween is in full swing with an alien invasion. Fucking hell, you bastard. The trans Martians have come to take the one resource <laughs> on Earth worth defending. Can Tom see an end to the invasion of the booby snatchers? <laughs> Dale. Hello. Hey, oh. I'm trying. I'm just trying to give the big because I I didn't with the big boys the other week. So I'm just trying to grab the uh, big boys. That doesn't mean that anyone else is diminished. Doesn't mean that anyone else is diminished. Okay. And then Stefan, we pulled Stefan's ones up. Stefan, thank you so much indeed. And then Robert McDonald, we pulled uh, that biddy dollar up as well. So I will go through uh, the remaining Super Chats Sunday, 2 p.m. UK time, which will be uh, 6 a.m. in the morning Pacific, uh, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, so you can you, it will be up on the channel if you miss it and you want to you go through that with us. Uh, Gary, anything you'd like to plug before we go, sir? Oh, I'm busy on good, stuff. Good energy. Uh, thank you, no, dude. I have none. I th- like this. This Rings of Power Power two months has uh, kind of burnt me out a little bit. So uh, I'm looking forward to it being fucking done this week. So yes, She Hulk review. I, I feel you, bro. Why do you think I'm streaming video games all the time at the minute? <laughs> I yeah. need to get the poison out of my... Yeah. You, you, it's, it's to get rid of the poison, Gary. It's to get rid of the fucking poison. Because it's, it's up here. It's up here and it's coming out the ears and the fucking nose and the mouth. If it wasn't for House of the Dragon, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah. She-Hulk uh, end of season review will be out. Of course, the Rings of Power will be live on Thursday. And then, of course, we're going to talk about it on Friday Night Tights with Shad and Disparu. Uh, who who knows who else will be there? And then on Saturday, making a cameo on uh, EFAP. 
Yeah, Five, we're going to break more. it down too, because why not? Why not? And Sunday, of course, House of the Dragon penultimate episode, which is what I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah. Uh, Nina, Nina. Uh, thank you for having me on, as always. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be doing Breaking the Narrative with my guest, Brittany Venti. She'll be on at 10 Eastern on my oh, channel. Bimbo power. Yeah, Bimbo Power. Um, and uh, at the end, Brittany. And on Fridays, as always, Infinite Hope, uh, good news right before Friday night, Tides 245. And I, I request that everyone go watch my video that I made uh, entitled the, My uh, Why Hero Culture is Being Destroyed by the Left or the Death of cult, uh, Culture. So, uh, there you go. It's a highlighted video on my channel. Please go check it out because it's being shadow banned. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Nice. Uh, Molly, Molly. Uh, yeah, we got we got that EFAB episode coming up. Going to be all about Rings of Power. I'm going to, have to try and get Gary on there for a little bit. But also, we've got that wonderful Dispru and Little Platoon are going to be coming on. And that makes me think we may not get both episodes done in one episode because that tends to happen. <laughs> it takes like seven hours per episode. Uh, so, yeah, join us for that. And, um, well, I'm desperately trying to get through the God of War games as well as Scorn as well as Soma this month, ready for Ragnarok coming out next month, and because it's Spooky Ween, so I'm, you know, I'm on a bit of a timeline. A timeline to the point of I'm going to stream uh, God of War 2 as soon as, probably, as this stream is ending. So if you want to see that, if you want company, it's on Mauler. I'm going to talk about all kinds of crazy things, I imagine. Uh, thank you. And our lovely special guest today, Clifton. It's been wonderful Yay. to have you on, sir. The real Anything BBC. Wow. Man, I ain't got shit. Uh no, thanks. Uh no, it's always fun to, to hang out with you, uh with, with you fine people. Um, you know, I still got uh the, the YouTube channel Clifton Duncan with the podcast, Clifton Duncan Podcast. Uh, the most recent episode with was uh with Naomi Wolf. It's a rumble exclusive because uh you know how YouTube is with these uh sort of awkward subject matter. So we're really mm -hmm. trying to build up the uh, the rumble channel. Subscribe to me on there. Uh I am verified, so uh you need to um so if you if you see someone called Clifton Duncan, don't, they don't got a little check next to the name. That's not me. Um, but we're about to set up some uh, some more interviews with some really fascinating people. I want to check the channel, the YouTube channel in some different directions as well uh, help and help that grow. So sub uh, sub to me over there, Clifton Duncan. We are, we're just past um, twenty three thousand subscribers, which I never thought uh, uh, that would ever would ever happen. I guess uh, Gary is a prophet. Um, you know, you can find me on Twitter at Clifton. Um, the nerds for Damas. Um, yeah, you know, oh, and then there's a, um, a fun project I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of uh, tease for now. And, and it kind of relates to what we were talking about earlier about the Berlin Wall. There was a, 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 an audio book I narrated, which will be out uh, uh, sometime by the end of this year called Berliners. It's a young adult novel. Um, it's about these two twin brothers uh, who live in East Germany and the ideological splits between uh, the, the two of them. Um, versus the more freedom-minded brother, who is an actor, and the um, and the more uh, indoctrinated brother. Um, it's, a, it's a really good story. I think um, it's it's really uh, fascinating. The author's name is Vesper Williams. I'll be talking to her about that. So uh, be be on the lookout for that in the next uh, the next few weeks or so as well. But uh, that's about all I got going on, my friends. Have you seen uh, Goodbye Lenin? Just in my I have not. Uh, that's great. That's about the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, and his family on the east side of Germany, the mother is kind of like, they're trying to prevent the mother from realizing what's happening. She's dying, 
and they're trying to prevent the mother from realizing what's happening because she's actually all pro uh, and while they are you know more welcoming to the the wall coming down so it's a really good film uh, it's a really good film german film really good film yeah. um so yeah 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 that's uh, a, thank a, you for good on, sorry Sorry, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. If you have, uh, if you have uh, young, young uh, kids, I definitely recommend the book. It's a, it's a beautiful book, and it really covers an important time. And it, and it really, it's a reflection of the ideological battles that we're having today. Very, very smart, uh, very, very smart and accessible writing. Cool. It's been great having you on, dude. You've been amazing. Uh, so thank you very much indeed for coming on today. Uh, thank chat. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Massive, like seven point four thousand. That's crazy. Uh, absolutely amazing. A uh, huge thank you to all my subs. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, subs, mods, uh, my members, of course. Uh, huge, huge thank you to everyone who hit a super chat. Remember, super chat square, it will be Sunday. So if you didn't get it read out today, apologies. Obviously, there was a ton of conversation going. Uh, so I will do a special stream Sunday, 2 p.m. UK time to go through all of those. Thank you to Gary, Nina, Mauler, Clifton. Thank you for being guests. Everyone who hit the membership button as well. Massive thumbs up to the whole job, a lot of you. I know Bashy Washy gifted at least 10 subs. I saw that at the beginning before we even went live. Uh, so thank you for that, dude. Uh, so until the next time, you take care. Bye, Isom number one. Bye for now. And trans titties are real titties. They're not. Anime titties. But I'll still.